welcome to the suspense is killing us i am emily soderback do i do last names here you can if you want to okay that's travis i'm travis and i'm matt we have a brand new host. Yeah. Hey. Welcome to the new way. Yes, the new flesh. The new flesh. I'm no Kevin, but I'm Emily. And that's better. We like it that way. That's better. Yeah. I don't know if it's better, but yeah. We don't want you to be Kevin. We're going to find out right now. Oh, God. All right. Well, <laughs> we don't, let's, we don't let's want you to be Kevin. Nobody, nobody misses Kevin. <laughs> nobody here. I'm glad he's gone. Yeah. Yep. I'm glad he's gone. I'm just kidding. As tears are streaming down my face. We are all tearing. XO Kevin. Sobbing. Feel like we're really uh, besmirching everything. Yeah, we've done all a little switcheroo though. I'm Stop on this podcast and Matt's yeah. on, Viva. on Viva. We're recording no longer at Travis's house. We're recording at Scarecrow right now. Yeah, not yeah. on my home turf anymore. Very yeah, uncomfortable. It's good, but it's a nice, you know, <laughs> soundproofy <laughs> room right now. I don't have little buttons sort of. that I can push to drop you guys into the alligator pit. Uh, yeah, into the alligator <laughs> Thank pit. Thank God, I place. didn't know there was a alligator. Well, just pit. if you guys piss me off. Now Nobody you can ever just got curl us into a shelf of VHS instead. I have to use pure brute strength to, to hurt you guys now. And uh, who wants to do that? We all want to do that. I mean, that. I can. I just don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to show off how strong you are. <laughs> That'd be rude. We don't like to talk about how strong I am because it, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's like I'm so strong, it's kind of a freak, like an actual freak. We try type to ignore thing. how strong Travis is. Are you like strong like the kid in Silent Fall? <laughs> yeah, I can rip a door rip handle, a fucking steel door right off. off its hinges. Yes, Damn. exactly. It's embarrassing, like how strong I am. Sometimes I'll break someone's yeah. hand when I shake it, and I'm like, "Oh man!" And I gotta go run into the woods. And- I wish you had a kid, the kid's other superpower, where he could just like immediately and perfectly mimic anyone. <laughs> that would be endlessly amusing to me. Free soft shell crabs. <laughs> Everybody's getting free soft shell crabs I have and no beer. No idea what you guys are. We watched. About. We watched this movie called Silent Fall, where there's like a, a little autistic boy. But the autistic boy has like alien superpowers he's in like, it, and he's a really good impressionist. Yeah, yeah, like literally, they, beyond they, really he's, good. It's, the, it's beyond that. It's like he he will just like make do, phone do calls okay. as somebody else. So they just they just they dub, dub they the dub voice. somebody else's voice over the kid's mouth. That's movie. really creepy. I don't like that. It's a serious <laughs> I don't like that movie. At all. It's, a, it's a, not a comedy. <laughs> it's a movie you're meant to take seriously. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And From re- the director of Driving Miss Daisy. And it, and I was watching the clip again because I'm trying to record the clip so I can put it online. Uh, and you can't and, do it because you're laughing in the background too hard? It, but Richard Dreyfuss <laughs> is seeing this happen and going like smiling, riling, going, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so wow. fucking weird. How about that? And you're like, that's the way you're reacting to the weirdest thing you've ever seen in your entire life? Easily one of the, oh, I hate him. <laughs> We went on about it. We can't. We can't go on about Dreyfus. We can't this do episode. it again. He's a tremendous dried up. Nobody likes. Nobody <laughs> likes Dreyfus anymore. It's true. Yeah, I still like Dreyfus. And like, we're not going on to Dreyfus. This is a whole new. This is a new episode. It's, no, it's, it's a, a new day. It's a new, a new dawn. dawn. Yes, we got to talk about new stuff. Driving, Mr. Dreyfus. Oh, okay. Well, I'll let that I'll one last. Yeah. One last thing about right. Dreyfus. One in. final okay, zinger. I had to. One final zinger. And now we're back. And now we're back into the the suspense is now killing us again. Emily, what do you have to say for yourself? How, how do you feel? Um, yeah, do you feel good you know, about this? Feel I feel good. good. I'm, I'm a little nervous. I Like I said, I don't know how funny I am before noon, mm. so we're going to see. We're all drinking heavily. We're drinking heavily, a bunch nobody's, of different beverages. Nobody's drinking heavily. <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking this venti iced coffee pretty heavily, Matt. <laughs> yeah, that counts as drinking. You're drinking the fucking pamplemousse or pastiche. That's the, the, yeah, the watermelon. Pastiche. <laughs> Ugh, it's disgusting. I mean, I do have some shitty beer to follow. Yeah, you do but... have a pub beer. What are you talking about? Well, it's not open yet. What do we got over here? Travis is drinking a pure life, healthy hydration, purified water. But there's like adrenochrome a in there. I put some adrenochrome in there. Okay. And you got uh, adrenochrome? Can I have some? No, 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 no. He gulped down an old ice <laughs> mocha. No whipped cream. Thank you, Emily. Yep. 
Off on a good start. Emily bought me a coffee, so, so yeah. I like her. Yep. Now We're I just got to go. win over Matt. Hey, I'm already won over. <laughs> you know, I'm personally excited because uh, for the for three or however many years we've been doing this podcast, it's been three men who are basically who, three white men who Dipshits. are basically the exact <laughs> three same men in the age. Yes. And have very similar opinions. Well, I mean, we defer, we diverge on stuff, but we're all the same fucking generation. We have who, mostly like, the same taste. The same taste. Who like watched Pulp Fiction for the first time when we were sixteen? All that fucking bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now and I'm... now we have a, per- a person of a different gender of a different generation. Yep. Who likes way different stuff? I'm a girl, and I'm 32. Wow. I didn't know so there I'm, were people that young. I'm bringing some <laughs> some differences into the mix here, you guys. Pitching some real woo here. Yes, exactly. And we got to start uh, kind of on the deep end of the pool with some. Uh, yeah, this, some, was, this wasn't fun. Crazy, this wasn't fun at all. some crazy shit on this episode. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get. There's gonna be at least a possible five Douglas movie in this yeah. one. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> and we're, it does not come by it honestly. I'll put it that way. No. Today's episode, Emily named Shit House. Shit House. Shit House. And we're doing three movies about uh, girl, young girls in trouble. In their house. In a house. Yeah, and uh, two of them have house in the title, so but we didn't quite pull off the hat trick with that. No. But it is uh, in a house. So 2001's The Glass House, 2005's The Quiet. I hope that that title sends a shudder of fear through you. <laughs> <laughs> and 2012's House at the End of the Street. Leave the house alone. Oof. This is going to yeah, be Yeah, I don't want to live in any of these houses. These households are kind of fucked up. Well, let's get started. The glass houses. Uh, well, let's get started with a glass house. Yeah. I mean, let, let's jump in on by far the best movie that we'll be talking oh, about. Oh yeah, Ruby, Ruby, wake up, Mommy, Mommy. We have a new addition. I'm Ruby Baker. I used to go to Shady Lane. That's in the Valley. So how come you moved here now? It's just an accident. Imagine if the unspeakable happened. Where would you go? Who could you trust? You guys ready from Malibu? I'm assuming that you know the glasses. They were my next door neighbors. I've known them my whole life. I know that your parents chose them after a great deal of consideration. We're here to spoil you rotten. But in this perfect house... At least I'm not hopelessly greedy, borrowing a million dollars from some loan sharks. Wish I would have paid off by now. There are secrets she can't uncover. The guardians for Red and me, they're not what they seem at all. I overheard your conversation. You were listening in on my call? Suspicions she can't ignore. But still yeah, the worst thing to happen in 2001, That's right? still the worst thing to happen in 2001. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I gotta make that joke. Yeah. Uh, this is not a great movie, but it is far from horrible. Uh, but anyway, so I think I think for for the thing that it is, for it's the fine. genre, it actually maybe is kind of great. But obviously, it's not yeah. aiming to be great. I feel like the the third act it just sort of crumbles. Oh, I, or did it I shatter? Like oh. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Points. I really like the Glass House, Bingo. directed by Daniel. Sackheim? Daniel Sackheim. Sure. He's he's a TV guy. He's done a lot of episodes of like The Americans. He did some Game of okay. Thrones. He's okay. a huge TV guy. He only made the I think the one feature film. Yeah, I think good for him. A, yeah, because he didn't totally maybe something like, fuck up small with it, you know? that I don't know what it is. Maybe yeah. maybe one other one that I'd never heard of or something. But yeah. like a lot of like, a lot of television to this day doing prestige TV. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, uh, and this isn't like a, it's a, it's efficiently you know workmanlike directing the kind of competence that will get you a solid career in television. Yeah, I yeah. Have to say okay. this was like this is just like a good run of the mill two thousands thriller. 
2001. Yeah. Worst thing to happen. Worst thing to happen. Lily Sobieski is young. What's her name? Ruby. Ruby. Ruby, and her boy, brother calls her Rube. Yeah, it's fun. And her brother is Trevor Morgan, who is Tommy Tomasimo from The Sixth Sense. Wow. Oh, is he the bully? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I knew I recognized him. I had to look it up. Yeah, that little jackass. <laughs> <laughs> the worst kid since Mikey, or possibly the kid from Jurassic. Park. I heard you can see yep. ghosts, you little pussy. <laughs> Let me lock you in this haunted closet. What a jerk! What a you see ghosts on my fist. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, I'll, I'll make you. You're gonna see yourself as a dead person. I think you might come around towards the end of that movie, but whatever. Anyways, that sounds like the sort of thing that would happen in that movie. Um, big from Sex and the City is in this movie. Chris yes, Noth. Chris Noth. You, you may know him. Sex as Chris pest. Noth. Sex pest. Chris Noth. Oh, There's a lot look, of. I forgot. Yep. Is that? Oh, that's that's right. That's right. And then he died. Like they killed him show. on the show. They killed him on the show. And I, like I the cried. same time he came, it like it was revealed that he was a sex yeah. pest. It was like a quite a whirlwind for it Chris was, Noth. It was really weird. Did because you cry when he died on the I show? I did because I've watched that show so much. I've watched that show more than any other show ever at different points in my life, and so I like. I cried, but I knew he was a piece of shit. But right. I cried for the character who was sure. also a piece of shit. Oh, so call, somehow, call fucking nine one one, Carrie. Does she not call 911? She was like, she just, I mean, she She just lets him, she's just like, no, don't die. While he's like, oh, he's like awake and breathing. Yeah, he's like looking at her and stuff. (laughs) I mean, she, she leave her alone, you guys. She she was sad. Did you generally enjoy the new, the new season? I thought it was okay. I liked it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So I did really, I, I liked it even though I know it's, it's It's got issues. And a lot of people didn't like it, but I was overjoyed that they renewed it for another season because yeah. it just like give me more of it. You know, I was I, sa- really I was sad for Steve and Miranda because that was always my favorite sort of pairing. They did on the Steve show. so dirty. Yeah, they kind of did Steve dirty. They're like it's Steve's the- just old and he's going blind and he can't hear. He can't fuck <laughs> anymore. Like, dude, he's like. Forty-five. Like, what are you doing? Like, not, and not only, not only that, but like, after she dumps him, kind of unceremoniously, I feel like he's so kind to her. He's just like, I just want you guys. I'm, I'm happy that my friends. first episode on, you get a girl of the podcast where we turned into a Sex in the City podcast, like right away. <laughs> this is what we're talking. I watched about. every episode of Sex in the City and will continue to. Yes, yeah, same. When all else fails, <laughs> fresh tactics. Hey. Um. Anyway, I, d- I never, I didn't watch that show. I won't watch that show. But I did just learn through cultural osmosis. What's the name of that character? Shay Diaz. Oh, oh God, yeah. Shay. Oh God. Yeah. Everybody hates her or yeah. them. Them. Yes. Not without cause. That's just like a thing that I've picked up through just listening to podcasts and Shay, reading Twitter. Shay's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Shay's the worst. Um, but who knows? Someday you might want to watch the show. Don't yeah. don't rule it out. Don't rule it I have, out. I have Travis. watched it before. Oh, okay. <laughs> I came to the conclusion it was not my cup of tea. All right. Yeah. All right. All right pretty all right, quickly. Right. Pretty quickly. Speaking of cups that. of tea, let's go back to the glass house. Speaking glass of cups house. of tea and glasses, leave the house alone. So Ruby's parents are killed in a car crash. Yeah, on their anniversary. On their anniversary, and there's a lot of like weird cameos in this because her parents are, of course, Rita Wilson, mm-hmm. Tom Hanks's wife. Yep. Yep. And uh, the Some guy, other guy? The, I don't recognize he, him. He's he's in a ton of shit. I can't remember the actor's name, but he's, oh, the he's, ton of shit guy. He was like a child actor, and then he just worked steadily throughout. But but I, but oh. but like when he appeared as the dad, I was like, oh, he's the bad guy because he's a se- semi-established actor, and then he just fucking died. Dies, I was like, oh yeah. shit! And also Chris Noth. Yeah, Chris Noth is like he was like just basically a glorified cameo. He's as Uncle well. Jack. Yeah, and he appears at the beginning and at the end. Yeah, and she's like, and, and first Uncle Jack is like, well, let us take you, let us take you in, and she's like, to Uncle Chicago. Jack, Uncle Jack, you barely know us. Yeah, I don't want to go to Chicago. I don't want to go to Chicago. You. you never hung out with us when we were growing up. You're, well, I live in Chicago. Oh, my brother's a cop. My brother's a cop. <laughs> my dad's a sport my dad's pepper. A sport pepper. 
Uh, <laughs> I've been stuck in that deep dish pizza. I can't get out of it. Some oh, kind God. of glass house it's of deep dish deep. pizzas in here. Too fucking deep there. <laughs> <laughs> you know who lives in a glass house is Coach Dicka. Glass house is sliding into Lake Michigan there. <laughs> Chicago just does this to us, no matter what. <laughs> Even the mere mention of it. Yeah. <laughs> ridiculous. Sh- shouldn't have talked about Chicago, <laughs> Chris Nahum. Exactly. You fucked up. Anyway, so it becomes significant at the later on where she's like, I don't want to move to Chicago with you, Uncle Jack. And he's like, fine. And then so then it's in their will, allegedly, that uh, that the kids are going to go stay with uh, the rich neighbors, right? Very weird. Is it the neighbors? Yeah, they're their neighbors. Like they love, they've known the family. They're like family maybe friends. Maybe I'm mixing up all three of these. I feel I think, like no, I think they, they used to be neighbors. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they used to be neighbors, it, but they're it, old family friends. Is this yes. the one where she looks at the like home video of her and the girl when she was younger? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. so they've just been family friends forever. Forever, like yeah. basically, family. And let me let me <laughs> let me tell you like a cool thing about this movie is that it, it, like one of the reasons it punches above its weight class a little bit is that they got Diane Lane right before the Lane Assance. Yeah, that's true. Like, this is a role that Diane Lane wouldn't even sneeze at like a year later. And she's great yeah, in it too because she did un- Unfaithful and then you know yeah. all the other stuff. And but so so you get Diane Lane in like the fourth or fifth lead. Yeah. she's. I mean, it's not a nothing character, but no. like she's good. She gets but to Diane do some stuff. Lane is Lane is this character is like holy shit. Yeah. Wow. And then we she got gets to do plenty of stuff. Stellan Skarsgård. Stellan Skarsgård. He's only just seven bloody hours old. <laughs> I don't like him. In general, he's a, he's a POS IRL. I think. Yes, he's kind I of a sleazebag. Yeah. In general, I don't like him. I don't like his face. He's Swedish. I mean, did I but, tell you the story? They won't give you food. The rest of the Skarsgårds. Oh yeah, I do enjoy. You're, wow. you're on board for them. Did yeah. I tell you the story about this guy I knew who like was dating a girl who was staying in Europe for a while? And like he Sounds went, fake. he went to visit her. <laughs> Lie. And while he's like hanging out with this girl, she's getting phone calls like at all hours of the day and night. But from it's Alexander from, from this dude who is like screaming invective at her. Oh, yeah, Turns yeah. out it's Stellan Skarsgård yeah. who is cheating on his wife with this young lady. Gross. Anyway, um, there's this uh, there's this uh, documentary about Stanley Kubrick. I don't know why Stellan Skarsgård is in it, but at one point he's interviewed and he's and he's like, oh, I, you know, I, I always watch Stanley Kubrick. I always related to Stanley Kubrick's work ethic in my own life, and because I try to work hard in everything that I do, be it acting or art or fucking. Yeah, uh, he says that. Like stop. I recorded. He's such like, a weird like, dude. Gross. You said that while the cameras were rolling, dude. Yeah, I like fucking, and I dedicate my life to my fucking. Yeah, it's okay, such a weird guy. Stellan. Seems like there's some gr- creepy stuff. Anyway, so Stellan Skarsgård and Diane Lane are the family friends who take in Ruby and her brother. They're childless. Yes. Yes, they're okay. childless and, the glass. But, and they appear, and they're super rich. They appear to be super rich. Yeah, their last name's glass. Their last name's glass. Yes. They have a house that is mostly made of glass. It's, it's a, almost it's like they did it on purpose. Mm. It's very similar to the uh, word the wordplay in the movie Shattered Glass. Oh yeah, where his name is Stephen Glass. <laughs> People love but it. That's a, People that love was a it. real guy. That's that's actually a good movie, but it's like that that title is like Jesus yeah. Christ, guys. Good work, everybody. <laughs> that's real, really stupid. Who are the ad wizards that came up with this one? We'll call it Shattered Glass. That's his name. Get it? And he kind of shatters in the movie. What? Oh. Anyway. Uh, Peter Sarsgaard in that movie. Anyways. Oh, yeah. No, no relation. <laughs> and, uh, Similar and, sounding and, names. And isn't, it, uh, isn't it Anakin Skywalker in that movie? Yes. Um, his name yeah, is and he's good at Christensen. Hayden, Hayden Christensen. Christensen. He's really good in it because it gets to play like that's the, his character's supposed to be like that. Yeah, just like Darth Vader. A little, a little off and kind of weird. <laughs> like yeah. a little, like a craven little wiener. Yeah, just like Anakin Skywalker. Like, like, well, I don't know if that character was supposed to be that way, but that's <laughs> yeah. how he was. 
Oh, we have fun here. So they they move into this house. As, uh, Ruby was super popular at her old school, and mm-hmm. she was like going to raves and like she was doing some yeah. yeah. She was doing She's some light cool. plagiarism. She's a cool teen, and she, she had, had some, cool teen friends. She, she had trouble with plagiarism. That's that'll come that'll in come later. That'll come in later. Yes. And you know, she like goes yeah, she goes to raves, does some ecstasy, smokes some cigarettes. Oh, you know? we do we do. She have does this. she does the like body spray thing when she gets out of the car before she goes into her house, yeah, which is also luck. what I used to do. You cannot kill Did the that smell work? of a cigarette. No, no I don't think so. Not. not at all. Did you smoke a cigarette and then pray, and then spray perfume over the top? Because that's exactly what it smells like. Yeah. No, no never. I mean did that. you can't kill the smell of a cigarette. Um but uh, there's this this line when she's hanging out with her friends that I really enjoyed, um, where someone mentions Meryl Streep, and then someone goes, <laughs> "Who's Meryl Streep?" And then the reply is, "She's, she's like, like Katie, Katie Holmes. Holmes to our parents." Yeah, oh amazing. How did I line. miss First that time line. in history, amazing Katie Holmes line. was ever compared to Meryl <laughs> Streep. And the last time, it's one of the it's one of those time. things where it's like it's clear that these like that they, like no teenager has been consulted in the writing of this movie. <laughs> Absolutely. She's like, uh, who do all the teenage girls like? I don't know, fucking, I don't know, fucking Katie, Katie Holmes. Holmes. Who knows? She's like the best actress. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the gift? You know, Dawson's Creek. Did you see Pieces of April? Uh, <laughs> come on. Pieces of April rules. Uh, Bride oh. Wars, anyone? <laughs> Bride oh, Wars. no. Bride Wars. <laughs> Matt, you gotta watch that one. Is that a rom? Well, okay. Yeah. Well, Patreon. next one's next week's two weeks notice is what next one I'm doing. Okay. One of the kids also says, uh, "Booyah!" And here's another line: uh, "I'll bring the glow sticks if somebody else buys the gas." <laughs> Hell yeah, dog! That's what I say. That's party time. Relatable. That's what relatable? I say every Friday Hello, night. Relatable. Yeah. Relatable. <laughs> oh With the my gas gosh. prices, of course I'll bring the glow sticks. In this economy, of course I'll bring the glow sticks. Bidenomics. Come on. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Dark Brandon. <laughs> yeah, Dark Brand. Oh man, that's a fun one. <laughs> uh, but anyways, she finds out. Uh, like I, I was just like immediately when I was going like, oh, I recognize that dad and the Rom Reader uh-huh. Wilson. Something's up with those two. They're gonna be bad guys or whatever. <clears throat> and they they immediately die in a car crash. Yeah, and she for comes real. Home. She comes home. Police are everywhere. She's like, tell me what happened. And she like, They're like passes we're not gonna out. tell you. Oh, just you mean to sit down? And so she puts it. She's smart. That's my favorite. One of my favorite things about this movie is Lily Sobieski's character is very smart. Mm-hmm. Well, not not like unrealistically smart. She's a plausible. She's, not a she's a plausible she's teenage stupid. girl. Yeah, but yeah. She's smart too. But but they keep like eliding around when she keeps asking where my parents are, and then she puts it together. And I enjoyed this because it avoids like histrionics. But it's mm-hmm. also I feel like this is probably what would happen to me if that happened. Yeah, she just, just fucking faints. Yeah. And I'm like, if, if like there was cops in my when I was this age, there was cops in my house, and they're like, oh, we're not going to tell you what happened, but sit down. I'd be like, well, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Done. Uh, or I would just like barf. <laughs> yes, exactly. Some, something physically bad would happen. And then we can just sort of cut to just the funeral. Pants. And uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, they did it. It happened again. <laughs> this is the worst part of our job. We've really got to stop not telling these kids what's happening right away because they always shit themselves. <laughs> Somebody get a mop. <laughs> get a rope. Get Call the cartoon police cat in here to tell them the bad news. <laughs> Listen, what happened, kid, was <laughs> your parents had a little skidoo in their car. Is that an SNL? <laughs> no, it's just like the I'm I'm picturing the Danny DeVito cat from Last Action Hero having to like oh, break God. the news to somebody. <laughs> Br- bring out the cat. Yeah, you know, for so the kids. So for the, the kids it's for amused. the kids. Yeah, it's for the kids. <laughs> it's for the kids. The kids don't want to hear he's this. Got, from he's, a got scary like a, cop. he's got like a clown horn or something. You know. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing some crazy jacket. Yeah. <laughs> you know. For the you kids. know how it is. For the kids. For the kids. For kids. So, yeah. So, now she's living with 
Stellan Skarsgård and Diane yeah, Lane. Yeah, in, in the, of course, the way that this thing always goes, the first meeting with him is like, oh, maybe this is going to work out yeah, okay. Yeah, look like at this fancy house. house. I just wanted to say how oh, sorry, and your your parents were nice people. Oh, and, uh, man, I, I hate promise your I promise I'm not a creep. I, I hate I'm not this a creep. accent so much, this impersonation. <laughs> well, it makes me so uncomfortable, and I'm going to have to listen to it's it gonna for be a while. Going for <laughs> yeah, at least, at least 40 more minutes of this. That's great. I think I might do another character in one of the next movies. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do J-Law's voice. Oh, my God. Stellan Skarsgård. She's just a normal girl. I'm going to do J-Law's Anyway, everything's going to be fine. You're going to live with us. We live in a big, giant big glass pool. house. Cool, cool pool. Yeah. Cool pool. Okay, uh, so lots of windows. The, glass. Thing, the thing that immediately annoyed me about this part of the movie, and this happens in all kinds of movies, sort of in this, this sort of teen thriller genre, they immediately contrive ways to get Lily Sobieski's shirt off. Yeah. They do it in all three, yeah. But this one is really particularly egregious because, like, first there's the she's scene- she's supposed to be, like, 16 in it. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's, she's like, 19 think, when she was, it was filmed. I think they're all 16. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, and in this one- of course they're all over It's 18, like, it's, it's the like, this, there's, like, first, they, the first sort of, like, thorn in the, in the, the, is this going to be okay is, like, they put her in a bedroom with her little brother. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which is, which, why, cool. why would you do that? It's a huge house. Huge house. And then there's also a thing later on where she calls, uh, just to skip ahead a little bit, but she calls, like, uh, protective services on him. Mm-hmm. And then they s- quickly scramble and put together a Give room. Give her a for, new room. And just, yeah. like, why didn't you just fucking do yeah, that? Just fucking place? do that if you're so uh, rich. I mean, who cares? Anyway, there's a scene where she's like, they're getting ready for bed, and she's like, will you turn around and look the other way? You know? And yeah. the kid's being a dick about it. So she goes out in the hall to change into her PJs. So, so she changes, doesn't she change into her swimsuit so she can go in the no, pool? No, that's a, that's, a that's a later scene. scene. Oh, yeah. okay. There's lots of this. But it really annoyed me that like the whole scene is like, she's uncomfortable with the little brother like seeing her like in her underwear, but we get to see it when she goes out of the hall to yeah, change. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> of course we do. <laughs> it was like, she's oh. like, She's like, I don't want anybody to see this, but we get to let's, see it. Let's make sure we get this busty teenage girl in her underwear in the movie <laughs> within 20 minutes. Yeah. And then like right after that is the scene where she like wakes up in the middle of the night and she like puts on a, like a sexy bikini and goes swimming. And it's, it's a, just like, come the plot, on, guys. The plot come on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like. There's no swimming in this glass house after dark. Uh-huh. The house is made of glass, so you can see and hear everything. You don't can you know? see and hear everything at all times. I hate it so much. That was like an Irish accent. I swear to God, I'm not perving on you when I look at you like this. <laughs> oh God. Um, that little... doesn't that doesn't really become a thing, but it seems like it that's gonna be the of, thing it, at first. It, it totally definitely it definitely skeeves her out. No, no, absolutely. But like the he never actually is, does try to assault her. This is early her, on where no, he's like, like he's like glancing at her. He's look, yeah. looking down when at her boots her, and stuff. When he pulls and her like, out of the pool and shit. Yeah, he's totally like, yeah, hey, what's and what then are, in the car are, later when they do that crazy yeah. whatever Gross. drive. Um, it's oh, yeah, it's yeah, important yeah. to note that the little brother has both a N sixty four and a PS one. They buy him that stuff, and he's like, "This is fucking cool." He's like, "You can't play this game on this." Um, the opiate no. of the masses, yeah. the kid with the with video games, and he's distracted. I enjoyed how fucking useless the brother is the, yeah. the whole way through. I mean, he's it's perfect. This isn't his movie. Nope. <laughs> no. She's the hero, and the brother is just like, well, I don't know. They wanted me to play video games, so I play video games. What do you want from me? Yeah, I think exactly. at, the, at the end, he maybe comes around a little bit and starts pulling his weight to a, to, to a slight yeah, degree. Yeah, when she's nah. being like, actually physically abused he's like oh shit is something wrong in this house in this le- glass house yeah he at least registers some sort of disapproval of her when his sister's being but it, slapped but around. it's up to her yeah it's up to her i like the part where uh and i forget why but she, they, they they give her like some pills to calm her down 
And, oh, yeah. uh, and she's just like zoned out in bed. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I'm going to, I just got to get to a safe point and then I'll turn off the video games. And she's like, whatever. It's kind of <laughs> relaxing. <laughs> it's, really cool. it's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's yeah, like, I, could t- I would go, could go for a couple of Vicodin and watch some video games right now. It sounds play, pretty good. <laughs> play another round of Parappa the Rapper. I don't like um, her friend Crash calls Bandicoot. her. Her friend calls her from at one point and she's talking to her friend on the phone and she goes, I don't know. You usually do the quotes on this shit, don't no, you? No, do it. I, no, you do it. All right. Uh, she goes, I haven't even seen one girl with blue-black hair, and all the guys spend all day surfing and swimming. Yeah, she's <laughs> making. she makes fun of Malibu Indians. Malibinians. And her friend's and like, sounds pretty hot to me. Yeah, it it's uh, she I mean, keeps it on fine. going like these fucking Malibu kids are always like surfing and playing in the sun and fun and they're like she what a likes, bunch of losers. She likes underground raves. She doesn't like the sun and fun. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like I, I'm pretty sure sun and fun is, is a, she supposed a, to be a Southland like a Empire. I don't think thing. I think she's just supposed to be kind of like a party girl. Maybe. Okay, okay, yeah. But I feel like you can. I feel like you can find that scene in Malibu for she's a 16 like, year old. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. She's like been to Malibu fucking, my life. She's like these fucking hicks in, so, in Malibu. It's weird. You're but a party girl. Also, she's 16. She should focus on her studies. <laughs> focus on her well, plagiarism that, come, that comes up. For, we also yes. we forgot to mention that the lawyer, her lawyer, her like gar, her, the, is like in charge of her guardianship Dernie. is Bur- is Bruce Dern. Bruce Dern, which is Who, another one where you're like, he's the bad guy. For, yeah, I was sh- I was <laughs> shocked just, that he didn't turn out to be in yeah. on it at the end. This movie yeah. kind of kept me guessing, and not that it's like a twist type movie, but I was just like t- t- taking. The full, ex- like the the full shape of what's happening to them, it seemed, is more complex. It seemed totally than I was apparent at the outset to me that Stellan Skarsgård and Diane Lane were like trying to get a hold of their money. Wait, have you guys yeah. seen this movie before? I had not. Never seen it. Oh, you haven't seen any of these movies. I before, hadn't seen. Had I, had, I had not seen any of these. I think yet. I'd heard it's of this so one, crazy, and I hadn't heard of I haven't seen two. all of these movies before, and no, I actually same. watched this when it came out. I believe in the theaters. No, oh, okay. probably a couple of years later because. Yeah, I probably watched it when I was like 12 or 13. This came out a couple years before that. God, I was 40 when this came out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> Damn it. Or is it? She remembers oh. She remembers exactly where she was when she was when she saw the glass house the way we remember where we were on 9-11. 9-11, exactly. Hey, I remember. So the second worst thing to happen in 2001. Happen. Absolutely. <laughs> um, But yes, uh, like I'm just saying that like the the... the I was expecting them to like basically we're gonna have to string these kids along and then we'll kill them and collect their money sort right. of thing. But it's more of it's very sloppy. Yeah. It, what actually turns out is that is that Diane Lane and Stellan Skarsgård are fucking just sloppy. Yeah, they're not very good yeah, at this. Yeah, they're in trouble. People who yeah. are just who are just desperately trying to cling to their the, never fully. It seems like they were. <laughs> She's they, addicted to fentanyl. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> fentanyl. I, I was like, they mentioned fentanyl. I was like, hey, yeah, remember yeah. fentanyl? That's our thing now. That's, a, that's our thing. <laughs> fentanyl. <laughs> fentanyl. <in the laughs> so, oh no. And like they, they were the first to talk about fentanyl. She sees. She sees her like passed out with a needle in her arm and and yeah, like poor, yeah. She, she's like she's a drug addict and they're like no she's got diabetes. Which you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> but it's under control. Yeah. I've had they friends say who that are like, di- so many times. It's under control. I've had friends who are it's under control. Okay. And uh, <laughs> and you know you shoot the needle and you pass out. Yeah, and just like yeah. And you let, the, you let the needle dangle. My dad's been diabetic since before I was born, and every night, yeah, just passed out with a needle in his arm. Uh, there he goes. It's under control. Yep. I've got it under control. Um, uh, yeah, her medicine cabinet's full of shit. And well, she, she her she issue. her job is she is a doctor yeah, and she's she's, in, she's in pain management. Like that's her job. So it's all like mm. it's totally drugged this out. This is very. This she eventually is, gets let go. Yeah, this is all when that shit was happening too. So yeah. it really works. 
but it basically, it turns out that they're like Stellan Skarsgård. Uh, his he runs like a car service. Yeah. And his business is failing, and so he took out like a million dollar loan from the mob from these loan sharks. And so the, you know, the, the bill idea. is coming due, he and, has, and he's, they're trying to scam the kids out of their money. He's in trouble with a, with a scary bank, that, but they're like at least legit, and they're yeah. like, we need our money or we're going to destroy your life. But he's also in trouble with like full-on like Mob thugs guys, yeah. who are like, we are actually going to kill you if yeah. we don't get our money. So he's he's doing really bad. I don't and understand why they don't just bust him out. This is like a glass house. It's like a yeah. house of cards built on sand. Like they do look like they're rich, but they're barely clinging yeah, to it. Yeah, and Lily and, they need and to her do brother like, have a bunch of money coming to them. A whole, when, when a whole she four million dollars or something. Four million dollars. Four million dollars. And everybody's like, wow. "You guys are never going to have to worry about money. You're set up for life." I'm like, "No, <laughs> that's not like a lot a of money." <laughs> well, if you buy the house right then, yeah, in in Malibu, you could probably afford to buy a house in Malibu then. Yeah, then you then you're rich. Yeah. you just got to wait it out a little bit. Then, then flip the house. You flip that house. Yeah, flip the house for twice, three times as much. Yeah. You don't know flip real estate. He'll flip you for real. We'll talk. Boom, can we talk about it. real estate for the rest? of Let's do it. Let's make this a Sex in the City real estate podcast. <laughs> oh, that's a great <laughs> idea. That but we're not great. changing the title. No. Buy low, sell high. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't seem like that's a, a great plan. I don't understand why the mob guys don't just like take over the car business and bust it out. They do steal his Ferrari. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's my Testarossa. That's my Testarossa. Uh, <laughs> not a lot happens though in this movie. It's this it's is dull. just like simmering creepiness. I didn't think they, it was, I didn't think it was dull. They let go of the. There's the house uh, housekeeper who drives Lily to uh, her lawyer. Basically, yeah. and then they they fire her for like driving her without permission, but they really know that Lily's onto them, and mm-hmm. then she wants to get out. And then there's um, gaslighting involved. He's like glass lighting. Glass, glass lighting. Glass lighting. Stellan's like, come with me to this like movie premiere, and she's like, I have three hours of homework, and he's like, perfect. I have three then, hours of plagiarism. And then, and then that's takes right. He her. does write her. He writes her Hamlet piece for oh, her, her yeah. Hamlet paper. Or does but he? But he doesn't. Yeah. No, he just he, he like just Google translates yeah, exactly. it whatever. He this steals it those, off the internet. This is one of those classic mo- uh, moments in the, in the movies like this, where like the, the there's the bad guy and the person suspicious of the bad guy, and then the person's like at their breaking point where they're like, all right, I'm gonna blow the whistle on the whole thing, and then the bad guy does something nice for them, and they're like, well, maybe mm. I don't, maybe I don't know, maybe yeah, I'm blowing this like, whole thing out of hey, the Hey, thanks, and he does a creepy wink. <laughs> what's all? What's weird though is that like. I, well, I guess we've established that she's had some plagiarism issues in the past, yeah. so she does. She doesn't have a problem with this. No, she's like, "Hey, thanks for." She's literally like, "Hey, thanks for finishing my paper." <laughs> Do you think that there was like I a version of you. this at one point, like an earlier draft of the script, where she was like a bit more of a troublemaking kid? Uh, I mean, I think that they're trying to imply that when she's smoking a cigarette at the beginning, yeah, just, and maybe we would, maybe we would watch that and go like, "She seems cool." They wanted us the, to really kind of root for her, and they didn't want her to look like she was fucking up her life. I think it'd be cooler if she was like a bit more like. A bit less relatable, you know, like like, re- like release the just the let her Snyder be- cut of Glass House. Sure, yeah. <laughs> um, Selen uh, takes her to this movie premiere, but at the last minute, he's like, you know, they can handle the movie premiere. And then I don't need to go to these Hollywood types. You know, they're like <laughs> takes her to a fancy <laughs> restaurant. Pretty good, Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah, yeah it, it sends shivers. <laughs> and down he my orders spine. like he orders like three or four <laughs> kettle one doubles on the rocks. I love yeah, it. And, That's and, what, and he goes and a mud pie for the lady. That is a really yes. <laughs> I don't. I really never want to hear Stellan order a mud pie for the lady. A mud ever. pie for the lady, please. That's a really good way to hint at, at like just full blown alcoholism, as opposed to just enjoying a cocktail or two. Is just like just vodka. Yeah. Just give me vodka. Do you want to mix with it? No, no, no. Yeah, Double kettle one on the rock season. The mud pie. You for guys, the lady. I brought us all bottles of kettle one. <laughs> what? Today. Hey, all right. <laughs> Let's go. It's good stuff. It's and good. then they it's, drive, no, it's not the goose, but it's good. They drive home all crazy. He's like, 
he's like speeding around drunk. She's all freaked out because her parents died in a goddamn accident. So yeah. of course she and she also was going through driving school where she was all freaked out because they showed like fiery accident footage. <laughs> yeah, she's triggered. So she's triggered and also it's scary driving in the and rain. And then he like creeps on her a little. Yeah, he like he like leans over to like put her seatbelt on to put her shoulder. Your shoulder belt isn't buckled. You is don't, that how seatbelts worked put, yeah, in two thousand one? You don't need to put your face four inches away from someone's face to yeah, buckle what their the seatbelt. You need to buckle your seatbelt. <laughs> your shoulder belt wasn't buckled. You need some whiskey. And he's drunk driving. A lot. Mm, not doing a good job at drunk yeah. driving. He's really like swerving in no, and out of traffic. He's like, drunk geez. driving. Capital D. Capital these, D. These people are fucking messy. I love it. Yeah. Like part of the ba- <laughs> part of the ba- like they they are doing a bad. They're criminal. Cons- they're not like locked down. Really no. clever yeah, criminals. Yeah, they're sloppy. They're a fucking mess. Yeah, yeah. they're sloppy as fuck. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and his alcohol. But then it's at a certain point they use their slot. Well, we'll get to it. That's that's at the end. Yeah. Um, but like Lily knows, you know, at this point, so there's, there's like the phases of it where like these little things where she's like, I don't like that. I don't like that. And this is getting worse. And then Stellar's creeping on her and she's like, this is bad. And then she, and then he does the nice thing yeah. where he like does her report for her. And then, yeah. and then she's like, okay, maybe we can make this work. And they're like, come to the office, Lily Sobieski. Yeah. You plagiarized this whole, this whole thing. We've talked to your guardians about it. Yeah, and we're all and they're all mad at you. And then at a certain point, she goes. She um, Kathy Baker comes into play. Yeah, this is when she's she's kind of starting to reach her breaking point, and she talks to a social worker. And this is Kathy Baker. And this is where you get the primo gaslighting phase of the yeah, operation, yeah. where she's glass like, lighting. "This is the glass yeah. glass lighting." I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, and th- and this is where she's like, "These people are doing this and that, and this is bad, and uh, you, you need to save me from these people." And she's like, "Okay, well, I'll come to your house and check it out, and oh, we'll God, just say that it's a routine part. thing." And, and uh, we'll act like we met for the first we'll time. Act like we met for the first time, and of course, but so I, I think that um, um, Bruce Dern. I, I thought that he was going to be a full-on bad guy, but he was—he's just sharing this information that she gives him with the glasses because he's he thinks being, he's doing the right thing. Yeah, he's just being like a non-like paranoid adult. Yes, <laughs> I thought he was being in on the conspiracy. Like now you give me some of that four million. Yeah, but then he's just I like, was shocked that he didn't turn out to be in on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting move, and and so he's he's narking her out along the way, and so when Kathy Baker gets there, the the glasses have like gotten rid of all the drugs in her. In yeah. her bathroom, and they've built a fake room that is now Lily Sobieski's room that they should have just done the, from the onset. Why didn't they? Yeah, they asked the little brother what he does all night, and he's like, I do my homework, and I eat all my dinner, blah, 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 and then Lily's I like, love what the, the fuck? Why didn't, you t- why didn't you tell him you play video games until 3 a.m., you little shit? Yeah, because yeah, he sucks. Kid's worthless. He's worthless. Let him, Fucking let him Tommy skate. Tomasino. And ba- Kathy Baker's getting, like, while this is happening, she's like, these are the best people who ever lived, and she keeps glowering at Lily Sobieski. Yeah, yeah. And Lily Sobieski at this point knows that the fuck knows exactly what the game is. Yeah. And and this it's around this time that she starts to take the power back, and, exactly. I, and, I, and I enjoyed the way that she did so. Yeah. She finds that little postcard after this all that uh is a little flyer for the challenge school for girls that is yeah, in cedar boot, falls they're gonna send it a boot camp that's right and i looked up where cedar falls was uh it's by rattlesnake lake south Shh. of north bend um Man. but there is no challenge school for girls oh. i can never figure out what the deal with that boot camp thing is like okay so you go there and they make you do all this shit because you're a, like a you're juvenile delinquent right what if you just don't do it they like Beat you. I, I don't know. That, I, think <laughs> I mean, may, I think I'm sure that there are, there are surely places where they do abuse the kids because you know yeah. those kind of shits are that's a terrible like, industry. But I mean, like, what are you gonna do to me? Make me? Just give me. They, the, I would say give me the Denzel Washington special because he went to a boot camp and it, it turned his. I would life just. I would just Denzel. keep trying to leave. Yeah. <laughs> 
you're in Cedar Falls, you can just live in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. It. Anyway. There's a whole rattlesnake lake. You can live off of rattlesnake meat. Mm. Nobody's sending me to boot camp anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they can't make me go. They can't make me go and I won't go. I don't recall. That's a thing. In Did you ever get threatened with like military school or boot camp when you were a kid? I'd never even heard anybody talk about it. This is a thing that happens in movies all the time, but I've never actually seen take place in real life. I had friends who were like real fuck ups when yeah. they were kids, like who were like stealing cars and shit, and never, not once did they ever go send like, away to boarding my dad's going to send me to a military, a boot camp. Yeah. <laughs> sort of Same thing with military school. It's like they send me to military school and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do 50 push ups. What are they going to yell at me? It's like, it's like a, it's like the you thing. Uh, yeah. It was like they made us think that it was a, a real thing. I mean, it is a real thing. Obviously. It's gotta but be, but like, but like, way more prevalent than it is. Kind of like a uh, quicksand. Oh yeah. Oh. You know what I mean? Bill like S- that shit doesn't happen all the time. Ted There's Theodore not Logan everywhere. Or Bill S. Preston Ex- Esquire was gonna be sent to one, and it it was like a it death, was Ted. It, it was, was like Ted. a death sentence in that movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then I'll go to boot camp, and I'll basically be dead. <laughs> I mean, it's like they they're, gonna, like they're gonna beat the awesome out of him. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> He's gonna be a fucking square. Keanu Reeves is gonna be a square, <laughs> and there goes the future. Yeah. So so she starts, oh, do we get to the part where she goes to the car business and sees her parents' car, and it's, like, oh, fixed? Oh, yeah, the yeah. sob. Because yeah. she also starts to realize that uh, the car that they died in was not their car. It was the Beamer. It was a Beamer. A I lent him a Beamer for their anniversary, okay? I... He actually Love said that, that a BMW is called a Beamer. I think it's cool. This is the and this is another like I couldn't sep- have them go out to dinner with that crappy sob. <laughs> this is another where thing where it separates from like these people shouldn't be my guardian to these people killed my parents. Yeah, like, yeah. This is a whole like, different level. This guy's level not just creepy. Thing. He's a murderer. And now it's time for vengeance. Yeah. Like she even like there's even like some lines where she talks about vengeance. Yeah. And that that becomes like a whole thing. It's also the Hamlet. Angle the too. Hamlet angle, exactly. Mm. The melancholy Dane. There's an actor who's like one of her liter- literary teachers uh, the, who I recognize from Paul a bunch Michael of stuff. Chan. Paul Michael Chan, and he's and all he's all he does yeah. in this movie Michael is Paul read Chan. Hamlet lines about vengeance in it. It's yeah. actually pretty cool. Pretty cool role. <laughs> all you'll be doing is reading to a, a cool Hamlet lines to children in a classroom. As all of Here's this check. like starts getting more and more intense, Diane Lane starts kind of feeling bad, which I yeah she's yeah I kind of I liked that about. Her character <laughs> that she felt like shit. She's like watching home videos of her and Ruby when they were like when she, Ruby was like a little girl and shit, and she's like stealing. She got let go of her hospital job because she got caught stealing all the drugs. And there's a part where she moves a bunch of VHS tapes over for emergency drugs that she has like hidden behind them. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yes, Sad I have girl. a sickness. It's called being a self. It's called self-pity complicated by being born without a freaking backbone. Yeah, I hate it. That was so mean. I saw an opportunity and I took it okay. <laughs> There's also a part when when she's, when it's reaching a fever pitch in the kind of like a little bit past the halfway mark where she uh, embarks on an escape mm-hmm. plan with mm-hmm. her brother. Mm-hmm. That is a terrible, terrible, terrible plan. idea. Because I, I, th- and I, and I think it's kind of cool because Lily Sobieski, it's, it keeps Lily Sobieski's character from being like too smart, like being yeah. like unrealistic. But she's also she's not. She's passive. still a teen. She's yes. just, she's a kid. Yeah. And she's just sort of like, we got to get out of here, stupid brother. And he's like, what? But I'm playing my video game. This kid's dead weight, man. Dead Cut him weight. loose. <laughs> she's basically like, Cut him let loose. him go. She's basically like, <laughs> honestly, you're kind of like, go I get on it. without me. You're a heroic character, but leave this guy alone. Yeah. <laughs> He sucks. She basically like slings him over her shoulder and takes him into the I'm car. Sure. At one point, she literally the goes, they're buying you off. He's <laughs> like nine years old. <laughs> they're buying you off. Can't you see these shiny toys? 
<laughs> He's like, dude, they just bought me both a Nintendo and a PlayStation. Stop. It's pretty sweet. I would, I would, I would fall for it. <laughs> you don't want to. I'd be excited. I don't even play video games. This is actually what she says to get her to get him to come with her. Do you remember this? She's like, come on, come on, come with me. He's like, I don't want to. And she goes. They're giving away free Dragon Ball Z tapes at Black at Blockbuster. <laughs> if we go now, we can beat the rush. Yes, she said. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like half asleep, and he's like, "Really? Yeah, let's Whoa. go. What? Get my that's shoes. A- Get my shoes." And if you're a kid and you're that stupid kid, then that sounds like something that maybe happens. They're I feel like I know tapes. people now that would get stoked if I told them that in the morning. Wake up! No. Wake are you up, saying? Are you no. saying that Nick would fall for that? No, no. I have other friends who probably would though. <laughs> They're giving but, away but free wait, Dragon Ball Nick Z would. tapes at Blockbuster. <laughs> I feel like Nick might be down. Dragon Ball Z tapes. Uh, I have a couple other friends who are way more into Dragon Ball Z than my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did actually find a full set of Dragon Ball Z. Uh, VHS tapes like box set at Goodwill. Oh, I, was, I thought you were going to say like under the bed. Busted. In the closet. In the back of the closet. <laughs> oh, boy. In the toilet. There's a Goku tank. wig in there, too. <laughs> oh, no. He's trying to flush it down the toilet. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> These tapes won't fit in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, That's it. The new running anyway. gag on the show is Emily's boyfriend is a secret anime dork. Oh, oh no! Morti- Sorry, Nick. Mortifying. Sorry, Nick. Hey. I love you. <laughs> what a twist! What but a like, twist. but her escape plan is is really terrible, and she just steals the car and like dri- literally drives through this like gate. Yeah, and then and then it and which is not made it's of glass. Raining and it's by raining the way, and it's, dark. it's raining. She doesn't know how to drive. Oh yeah, she's been trying <laughs> to get her license, but the f- she's just not. Not she's, good at driving. She's not good at driving, but also she has all this like trauma from her parents being in a car accident, so she's kind of freaked out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But then, but that basically spurs like Stellan. Stellan Skarsgård shows up, and he's just sort of like basically. I think at a certain point he goes, "I." You know, he takes her from the Mr. Police Officers because the police officers obviously stop how her because she doesn't. I don't know how he shows up. Like, th- there's like a uh, there's like a there's uh, a, roadblock a roadblock or something. No, no, I get all that, but like he's flooding. just there. Yeah, well, he's a... He got in behind her, though. Oh, okay. He he chased her, and then the road was blocked because there was flooding, and that's when she stopped, and so it gave them time to catch up. Oh, I thought he had, like, superpowers or something. He just materialized there. Sometimes he's <laughs> got just, like, bad guy superpowers. And, yeah. of course, all the cops, like, know him because he's uh, a pillar of the community. A pillar of the community, I suppose. He's <laughs> like, don't worry, because you know, teen, you know how teenagers are. Get in, get in the car. It's fine. It's all fine. Oh and then God. he's like, leans in when he's driving her home, like, I own you. Yeah. Don't ever do it again or I'll kill you or whatever. Yeah. And, and this is when it goes, it slips into end game time. And this is when Lily Sobieski fully takes the power back. Yeah. And she's, and she's. Well, di- has Diane Lane overdosed yet? Yeah, Diane. <laughs> is this the. Let's go, I can't Diane. I don't remember if it's before or after Diane Lane. No, it's just Diane Lane's driving the car back. But oh, yeah. this is when Diane Lane. Um, She's looking at those tapes and she's yeah, like, what, she what happened to us, man? We yeah. used to be cool. And then she overdoses. Wake, and then uh, <laughs> Lily She totally does Sharon Stone at the end of Casino, too. She's like stumbling yeah. down the hallway, oh, like canted hold- angles. Holding on to the wall. Yeah, yeah. Classic. And, uh, House and then, of the Rising Sun. And she crawls playing, into bed with Lily Sobieski and dies and there. And dies. And it's really funny because like Lily Sobieski wakes up and like <laughs> lifts over the sheet and there's just <laughs> screaming face of Diane Lane's like oh, twisted God. corpse. That, she's yeah, got those uh, cloudy pupils. Yeah. It's like the scene in Raising Cane where he does like the big walk and talk all the way down to the basement and just like the reveal of the corpse under the sheet at the end is so funny. It's a horse head sort of situation. (laughs) And then Stellan comes back and he's like, it took, what does he say? He's like, it took some doing, but I finally got some like pills from. He like he like yes. pops some like pills for her. This well, is when he's, he's going to the house. They're going to OD her. They're going to suicide her with uh, with drugs. And he's like, if I can't find if I can't find drugs in fucking California, what am I doing here? Yeah, it's, like, it's ridiculous. 
She can't get the drugs for him anymore because she got fired for being a druggie. Yeah. She took too um, many. But now, but he's wa- and then, walking. Then back. she took too many. He's walking back into the house she and he doesn't know that fentanyl. she's dead. And and he's and he's just like classic movie stuff where he's just announcing to the whole no. empty house. It took some doing, but I found some yeah. medical <laughs> prescription. <laughs> Honey, I'm home and I brought drugs. It will help us kill the, the children <laughs> and get the money that and we get need the to money get that me that out of this <laughs> hole and pay for this house. Uh, <laughs> Were you guys disappointed that it, that the finale does not involve the destruction of the glass house? I really wanted there's there no to glass be stuff. A, there's yeah. no glass shattering. You guys, there's no glass shattering in this movie, I don't Except think. Except for the title card, hmm. which is like a shattered pane of glass. You have to watch the, the movie house. Shattered Glass to, to get that. Yeah, this isn't called the Shattered Glass House. It's called the Glass House. There is a part when Stellan Skarsgård's <laughs> flipping there out. There is no bull in this china shop. <laughs> there is a part when Stellan Skarsgård's flipping out and he breaks a glass. That's true. One it's like glass. a drinking glass. One glass, Travis. That's all we get, though. That is not literally enough. all we get. Not enough. Horse shit. I guess maybe some glass involved in the car crashes. But I would love Ass if, glass if grass. she just like <laughs> <laughs> if she just like took a baseball bat to that glass house. The, the whole end, thing. That was so tight. Just smashy, smashy. <sighs> smashy. There's so smashy. much glass. God. That would have been a cool like slow mo montage of her like breaking down and just smashing up the house. Yeah. Yeah. Or like that, driving the car through the glass or something. Yeah, or like yeah, jumping the car out of the house through the glass. I think like, we're due for a glass house remake pretty it was soon. Just maybe one of the producers. It was the the actual house of one of the producers or something. Yeah. They're like, no, you're He's not like, gonna break my. On one condition, you can't break the glass. I'm not breaking my glass house. You can't break the house. We need to shoot Entourage here next week. Yeah, <laughs> chop chop. Let's go. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> Time is money. I, uh, that, you know, the movie et cetera, Monkey et cetera. The movie Monkey Trouble paid for that house. <laughs> Damn it. Oh my gosh. Um but yes, this is when we when we get into Endgame and and these desperate like flailing addicts are like re, are like uh, well, on full on flail the, mode the, now. The, the mob first comes. the mob shows up. The mob the the Lily's shark still shark. here in the house. Lily's yes. hiding around yeah. the corners. Yes. He throws them into the basement at one point. He's like, I should have done this the first day you moved in. He tosses them into the basement. Yeah, they're trapped in the basement. No glass down there. While that while that's <laughs> happening, the the loan sharks show up. Then Bruce Dern shows up, and he's like, What's going on here with you, mob folks? This is unconscionable. I'm not actually a bad guy. And yeah, I'm not actually a bad guy. And the mob folks are like, Listen, Gramps, you know we're gonna kill you. And well, he's like, he No, says you won't. He's, he says he's a <laughs> silent partner who stole all the money. Yeah. And that's why he doesn't have the money. Stellar, so he, Stellar, he blames it on Stellan blames it on Bruce Dern. Yeah. yeah, he gets him killed. And then uh, Derny gets stabbed. Stabbed to death. Like, oh man. And then God the then it. the loan sharks are like, All right, Stellan Scars, you're coming with us. Get in the car. And he's like, Don't take the Volvo. Don't Lily, take the Volvo because he knows the brakes are out in that car. He he, he himself took a drill and like took the brakes out because he was gonna cause he knew that the kids were gonna run away. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, Okay, well, cool. I'll I'll will I'll just, birds, just, die, stone. just die. Fine. Two birds with one stone. And, and he, then he, he pretends kills to be passed brakes. out with a kettle one vodka. Yeah. Yep. He, he 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 destroys the brakes, throws the kids in the basement, and then he's like, "Oh, uh, okay." Then they'll break out, they'll get into the Volvo, and well, even Malibu, so they'll fly off a cliff. Yeah. And uh, but that then the mafia guys show up, and they're like, "Get in the Volvo." And he's like, "No, no, take the take the other car, any any one of the other cars, but not the Volvo." And this is really one of those moments. Where maybe like right before you get into the car, because he just hesitant to say, just why. go like I cut the brakes. At, at this point, you gotta go. <laughs> no, no, seriously, like I was trying to. The kill brakes my- don't work on that car. That car's not okay. I was good. trying to kill uh, the kids right. that I adopted, and I cut the brakes. <laughs> okay, just you, you wouldn't even have to go that die. far. Just go like any other car. The brakes don't work in this car. Yeah, they, I swear to God, you I did it myself. You will also die as well as me. Yes, yeah. we're all gonna die. Uh, but and then, then there's and like a, one of a car no. chase. One of the mafia guys takes the Testarossa. My Testarossa. And another one, and then they, they're in the Volvo. And then Lili Sobieski and the brother are just in the house while this unfolds. Yes. And uh, and uh, the, the Testarossa gets completely annihilated by a truck, yeah, gets which to, I love. totaled. 
And that then, guy gets blown up real good. And then you see like the the mob people, the mob guy and uh, Stellar skateboard, um, like swerving around on the road. Yeah. And then they go off of a off of a bridge. And I was like, here we go. They're gonna go flying off a cliff. And they kind of don't. They only fall maybe like thirty feet, and the yeah. car flips over. And I was a little disappointed, but that there was a little <laughs> bit, there's a little bit more to go. Yeah. Because then Lily and the brother escape, and they get in a car, and they start. Going. They're walking down the road. Or they're walking. That's right. They don't drive. A cop actually yeah, like shows up. up. At, sh- shows up at the scene and is like, uh, "At what's this going point, on? I'm like, oh, the movie's over. Oh no, never mind. Yeah, I, but I, but uh, yeah, this does sort of feel like extra padding. But I did like this final ripple. Sure, because you, you get Lily's I think she, yeah, she needed. She to needs to get it. some actual she revenge. To do that. Yeah. And that what we are talking about is uh, the cop tells them to wait in the car, and then he goes down to check out the scene, and he only sees one uh, fatality, which is a mob guy, so yeah. we don't see Stellan. And uh, Stellan is walking up. <laughs> He's running up that hill. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys? Remember? Sure. That's that's cool right sure, now. Kate Bush is back. She's back, baby. Uh, and she, he's all gross and bloody, and he's like, "Oh, hey, I'm here to help you." I'm here to help. Don't don't run me over with my don't run me over in the car. You can trust me. Hey, why why don't you trust me? What happened to that cop? <laughs> Nothing. Let's, let's go home to our glass house. And Lily Sobieski like runs him down. Yeah. In the car. And then yeah, I think you even but hear. But before like, that, she makes her brother put on his seatbelt. Put on your seatbelt. And then you even see like in in her mind the flashback to the car accident and mm-hmm. all the bad stuff that happens. Like, pretty cool. And then she hamlets. She does some Hamlet revenge type stuff. And then I bet she gets her driver's license later. And then uh, presumably she gets that. Would, that license. should be the last thing that happens in her the movie. Her acing her driver's test. That'd yes. be tight. That I would like be tight. that. She does harness her fear. Yeah. To get her revenge. Mm-hmm. It's pretty yeah. great. And Stella, or Stella's like, or like, she runs over Stellan Skarsgård, and then the cop who re- who picked them up is like not dead, and he's like, "You get an honorary driver's license for that, honey. <laughs> you can have mine. Just take yeah, mine. Just take it. And Here's my, a, and my badge. And my badge. And my gun. You can have my car too. Yeah. <laughs> Here, you're a cop. Whatever. That was that was awesome. <laughs> we don't need that. We don't need training for that nowadays. Yeah. And we'll give you a hundred thousand dollars signing bonus. Yeah. <laughs> take it. Just take it. Just take it. <laughs> Seattle's dying. Come on. Uh, yeah, uh, that's it. That's the glass house. That's the glass house. I thought it was great. I quite enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. It's like a, it a perfectly lot. fine example of the sort of movie that we do on this show. It's okay. Uh, this is uh, Stellan Skarsgård going like, ha, like this is before he uh, does the plagiarism thing on a report. He's like, what are you doing? What are you working on? And she's like, uh, I'm doing uh, writing a report about Hamlet. And he's like, ha, yeah, Hamlet to be not, be not, be, be not, not. And you're like, yeah, you Got Good job, him. buddy. You got, you got him. All right, nailed Grandpa. it. <laughs> okay, Boomer. <laughs> and then at one point, um, <laughs> so I don't remember, but this is just some more funny teenage talk where uh, where someone goes, "Who are you, the Blair Witch?" Like, oh, yeah. oh God. I love that. It's, oh, it's because he told her to. She told him to turn around. Yeah, exactly. In the corner or whatever. <laughs> Who are you, the Blair Witch? And at one point, uh, Skarsgård is like is being mad at uh, Lily Sobieski. Forget your lurid adolescent female fantasies. Mm. <sighs> Yeah, <laughs> I is. truly hate him in this. There's gonna be a lot of choice teeny talk in in the next movie we talk about. Oh Boy. God, yeah, we <laughs> so gotta get excited. it. But but uh, you got any more any more quotes? No, I just had the the guys spend all day surfing and swimming quote. But Ain't that the truth? That's man. all I have. Uh, ratings. I'm gonna give this two and a half Juds. It's right down the middle. Mm. Didn't really do much for me. Definitely thought it got boring towards the end. I was just sort of waiting for it to be over. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give it one Douglas for the egregious attempt to turn on every teenage boy in the audience by just 
getting Lily Sobieski in a bikini. Mm-hmm. Which is, it just seemed like one of those total PG thirteen things to do. We're like, well, they're all going to be boys watching this, right? We got to get her. We got to get her top off. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to give it uh, ten out of ten. Perfectly in uh, perfectly unshattered glass houses. <laughs> yeah. Don't touch the house. Yeah. You can shoot in it, but. Any of that glass is even remotely shattered. I don't want to see one damn crack in <laughs> yeah. the glass. Not even in my a house. crack. Not even a spider web. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give it three and a half. I thought it was just like wow. a quintessential. I, I thought it was fun all the way through. I would also like to point out that all three people in my office watched this one, and we all liked it. Because it's, it, I mean, it's, uh, it's certainly not rising above. This no. is, it's just a, per, a perfectly it's n- normal example. It's solid. I just thought it was very solid. I really liked Lily Sobieski's character. I really liked the way. I mean, it was surprising to me the way that the bad guys were bad, how, how just sort sure, of sloppy sure. and ad hoc everything was. Yeah, they didn't have like a plan. Instead of it being some sort of overarching plot. Yeah. And it fucking Diane Lane. I mean, I'm just like, Diane Lane in this in this role, like, that's just a get right there. That's amazing. Uh, and did, did you give it your third rating? I did. Okay, okay. Unshattered glass Unshattered houses. Glass. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, I'm going to give it one Douglas. Just, yeah, I mean, it's it's still PG-13. You don't see anything, but it is sort of like, yeah, we got to see her in a bra sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, was, it, it, was the, it was very much the, like, uh, I know you did last summer, like, Jennifer Love Hewitt in the tanning booth thing, where it's like, we know she's got big tits, guys. Like, let's tell, can we see him a little bit? <laughs> uh, and I'm going to give it... Uh, uh, gl- uh, one glow stick and one gas. <laughs> mm. One gas. One gas, please. <laughs> one gas. Still too expensive. Absolutely. Um. All right, guys. Here I go with my ratings. Yes. Go for it. Your first rating. I'm gonna do three Juds. I really liked it. It was solid. I I liked this when it came out, and I still liked it now. And I uh, was pretty uh, kept my attention the whole thing. Douglases. I'm gonna give it two Douglases because just the leering of it. Uh, mm-hmm. Stellan was very, very creepy. Him like leaning over, him taking her to dinner, and him looking, and then us having to look. It um, is one of those weird things where the movie's going like, "Look at this creep leering." Now enjoy very, some leering yourself. Yeah, it was very male gazey yeah. um, to a teen. And I'm gonna give it five bottles of Kettle One vodka. Oh, <laughs> nice. Which is a Ice pro- cold, approximately baby. how much he drinks yep. over the course of this movie. At so once. He's a real booze bag. Yeah. He is. Uh, speaking of bags, uh, <laughs> this next movie's a real, a real, uh, a real bag, <laughs> bag of, <laughs> real bag of shit. <laughs> I, it's beyond that. It's rare that a movie squicks me out the way that this one did. I think this is one of the worst ones that we've ever done on this podcast. It's uh, one of, it was certainly one of I the most appalling. It, I found it profoundly. Like, yeah, appalling. Just sort of like, I can't believe that anyone thought that this was a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like grimacing the entire time. And it's not like, I wasn't like offended or anything. It's more just like, this is gross for no reason. And it's like, the gross part is the only thing that's like not boring about the movie. You know what I mean? It's like, (laughs) it's like, it's almost as if the only reason the movie exists is to like, do this this yucky stuff. Being an embarrassingly yucky, misbegotten bad yeah, choice. Like it's also and it's also bad. You know, like it's it's one of the it's one of the quintessential movies where like a lot of people, are, like respectable people, are involved, and you're kind of like, how did you yeah? How did you read this script and say yes? And like the movie James, we're the, talking the, about the is quiet. The quiet. She just lost her father. What about her mother? She can't even hear. It's like she's a cat or a dog or something. Now she can read lips. How do you know if you're a good kisser? I don't know. Your hair is getting so soft. Thanks, Daddy. 
You make yourself at home, okay, Doc? I always wanted a sister. You know, maybe if you would have had a female influence in your life, you wouldn't look like a janitor. I'm concerned about the disabled girl you've taken in. She seems very unhappy. Think about you sometimes. How quiet you are. Any sister is zealist. The freaks don't even want her. Directed to that of by Jamie Babbitt, who's also a big TV guy. Um, director of But I'm a Cheerleader. Yes, which I before like. this, which many it's that's that's, which is that's a, was a serious a, cult classic, a highly regarded movie, and that was what I, my assumption is why so many people were willing to get involved with this one. Yeah, I would I would you would have to assume so, and it has uh, it has Kim Bauer in it, uh, Alicia Cuthbert, <laughs> yeah. who, who I refer to almost exclusively as Kim Bauer. Alicia uh, Cuthbert, Kim Bauer has had a, and she's only been in two movies that we've done on this podcast. She has had a bad she had a rough showing. Go of it. She's yeah. had a rough what was the going. other movie? It's called Captivity. Captivity. Oh, okay. And it, and it would also put, I would put this in one of the t- bottom ten movies that we've ever made. Probably it's worse pretty, than that. It's pretty awful. And I would put Captivity in the bottom ten as well. Damn, Alicia. Yeah. Damn, that, was, Alicia. that whole episode was rough. Because we did Boxing Helen on that episode, too. That was probably the best one that we did. On that episode, on that yeah. Episode, yeah. I forget what the third one was. <laughs> it was that one with the... Uh, oh, it was Oxygen, the t- movie that no one remembers. The one that, yeah, yeah. The most forgotten That episode, movie. if you want to go back and listen to it, was called Chick in a Box. Chick in a Box. Uh, good. <laughs> in any case... Okay, so yeah, Jamie Babbitt, Kim Bauer, uh, Camilla Bell, who was hot off the success of Saved, I believe. Is that correct? Oh, wow. oh see, I really recognized her, but then I didn't really see anything that jumped out why I recognized her, but apparently she's in a bunch of She's shit. in the Lost World Jurassic Park Part 2. That's right, she's yeah, a little girl at the beginning of... Uh, With the raptors? Yes. Well, they're the little tiny raptors, they're not... I know, yeah. she's a little tiny girl. Yeah, that is <laughs> that her. Part, that, so they're equally that part matched. of that movie... I had like nightmares of that, like really traumatized me when I saw it for the first time. It's one of my favorite parts. Yeah, it's probably the best part of that movie, maybe. No, oh, movie's great. The whole movie's great. <laughs> All right, well, maybe we'll do a, a Patreon about it. Uh, we on. already talked about it on the Jurassic Park Patreon. Oh yeah, we did. I think we covered them all. Yeah. So, well, in any I guess case, I missed out. And it also has Martin <laughs> Donovan. Martin Donovan. Oh. You guys, Martin I mean, Donovan is so fucking creepy. Okay, I know <laughs> I said that Stellan Skarsgård was really creepy, well, but Martin Donovan's face, like, and I've always, like, when I saw him in, like, those few, like, Hal Hartley movies, yeah. I was like, this fucking guy. And now I saw and him you in loved, this. And then you loved him in Tenet. <laughs> I never watched Tenet. <laughs> but, yeah, he's uh, like occasionally a Nolan guy. Yeah, he's occasionally he just, an insomnia. He just, like, his face pays, pisses me off. Like, I just hate him, and, and he's in this, and I'm just like, oh, he's of course like, he, you're this guy. He's a, like, it's the competition, who's the most it's who's most embarrassing between him and Edie Falco. I was just going to say, like, the rounding out the cast of people who are, like, criminally like, embarrassed in this movie. What are you in this, in this movie, movie for, and why are you doing this in this movie? Yeah, poor, I mean, I feel bad for Edie Falco in this one. Yeah, me too. For, yeah, I mean, it's bad, and then it gets worse with Edie Falco. I mean, we'll we'll get to it. Everything about just, it, this it's is just bad. Sort of but then, like, like when she's happens? forced to humiliate herself late oh, in the filming, I was just uh, like, I fucking hate this. It's so gross. Like it was We're so gonna... it was so weird because like about halfway through the movie, I texted you guys. I was like, I'm pretty squicked out by this movie, and it's like it just it gets worse. It, it just got it worse. Stop until the end. <laughs> I so I was ta- I was talking to uh, Emily about this uh, on on the way over, but uh, yeah. The, the, there's just so, so some stuff that I think that it's maybe is hinting at some other kind of movie that it could have been. Some stuff that I thought was maybe somewhere in an original draft could have been funny, but I don't know what happened. It's like what the producers did. took over and went like, no, no, you need to make this less commercial, more embarrassing. It's like they more didn't, <laughs> everything was at a level. So it's like they didn't go full camp, or they didn't go full serious, or they didn't go full drama. Like, yeah, yeah. They were like, let's balance all of these, when in reality they should have just leaned harder into one of those, yeah, whereas yeah. it would have 
been like a better or at least more entertaining in a in a non-gross way. And we're gonna have a hard time making this seem like it actually like it isn't fun to watch. It isn't fun to watch, but no. there's so much. Cr- there's, but there is it is full of crazy shit in lines. It's kind of like a. It's like unbelievably like what. It's not fun though. No. Well, well, let's get into it then. I guess. I also want to point. I well, before we before we get started, I want to mention the truly abysmal video, digital video photography in this movie. It just looks awful. It looks yeah. awful. Awful looking movie. Doesn't it looks look cheap. Looks like a Skinamax movie or something yeah. like that. And uh, this is like one of the one of the details that like also squicked me out that has nothing to do with the plot, but. Uh, well, the the plot gets into some very gross stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, and it said in the Wikipedia entry the movie was not financially successful, but made a profit on DVD uh, because yeah, people were sickos. Yeah, the sickos, sickos yeah. gif. <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly. And that's like somehow I think like in the pervert like Reddit or something. Well, I, that's just Reddit, I suppose. Like you know, this movie's got <laughs> the, 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 the locked off pervert part of Reddit that no one else sees. Yeah. <laughs> like word got out that like you know this movie's gross in the way that we like. Ugh. Okay, yeah. so com- what's Camilla Bell doing in the quiet? What happens? Her name is Dot. Dot. Dot's and she family's dead. Dot's family's dead, and she. Uh, is deaf and can no longer speak because of the trauma. She started, so, she started or not so being seen. Allegedly, allegedly. Or so it seems. And this started, she lost her hearing after her mother died, and her father was also deaf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it, there's voiceover where she, she talks about, like, here's why, here's thing. how I feel about, you know, yeah, she has I feel like alone, you know, uh, everywhere. There's this awful opening oh, bit God. where she's where like, she does the fractions. Got, yeah, which is like, well, you read it. Yes. Yeah, you read it. This is this is like the very. Can you read it? Read it in her voice, though. How the movie starts. Do it in the Stellan Skarsgård voice. Oh, please and it doesn't. <laughs> I feel like I was have a person. <laughs> this doesn't give you an idea of like how gross it's going to be, but it does give you an idea that you're like you're in trouble when you hear this. Because yeah. this is like seconds in the movie. When I was in a room <laughs> with one other person, I felt like I was half myself, half of myself. When I was in a room with two other people, I felt like I was a third of myself. And you're like, I think I get it. No, it keeps Goes going. On. When I was in a room with three other people, I felt like a quarter of myself. <laughs> and you're like, man, are we just going to go down the fractions? But she finally tap tops it off with, and when I was in a room with a whole crowd of people, I felt like nobody. And you're like, oh, okay. But you're and during Christ. this, there's the yeah. like- uh, Yeah, like it, it blocks off parts of the- like the there's, a, there's a fade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In case you didn't understand what she <laughs> so was really bad. It's an art movie. They think that they're making art, and that's one of the one of the many problems. I was, I was immediately so, pissed off. Yeah, the narration <laughs> yeah. Is, is very like corny in like a try-hard manner. Yeah. Because um, she's constantly talking about how fucked stuff is, and life is bullshit and stuff, and that's why she yeah, does yeah. what she does. Yeah, so basically her her- Deaf father got like in an accident, and she feels bad that she didn't like warn him or something yeah. like that. And then she is now living with her aunt or her her mom's best friend. It's a very similar situation to e- the glass house. Edie she's, Edie she's been adopted by the friends of the family. Yeah, and Edie Falco. It's pretty clear right away that Edie Falco is uh, addicted to pills. Yeah, another, another she's pill an interior, popper. She's an interior another, designer. Another who glass loves house the parody. Pills. Uh, and their daughter is Kim Bauer, who immediately hates Dot 
is just mean as fuck to her. Yeah, she's Nina. She's a popular Everybody's cheerleader. Everybody's mean to her because she's deaf. Yeah. It's, it's like that's, and, and this is a stupid thing to quibble about, but that's middle school mean. Like, yeah. High school mean isn't like, you deaf bitch. Yeah. Like, that's mean, yeah. like high school means a whole, like a little bit more sophisticated, whereas right. middle school is like, let's throw rocks at the deaf lady. Yeah, it's awful. And like also, uh, Kim Bauer has a good friend. It's Katie Mixon from Eastbound and Down, who's playing a teenager, <laughs> but is clearly 37. The best and worst thing about this movie. And, I and the character love is Michelle. <laughs> she, <laughs> yes. she gets all the she gets all the meanest teen dialogue. But she gets straight up this this movie is full, let's just say it, this movie is full of like rape and molestation yes, and, and incest. Like yeah, that. It's bad. And then it's got this character in it who calls someone Deepak Chopra Winfrey at one part. <laughs> this character is a complete complete broad comic. It's just a comedy character. Yeah. Like what is she doing? But then again, like everything sucks so hard in this movie when she pops up here at least well, she's going to be fun. Yeah, I loved this uh shitty Shitty, fun, uh, like very like Diablo Cody esque dialogue yes. uh-huh. that, that was given to her. But like it I makes said you before, appreciate Diablo Cody a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like I said before, they didn't lean too hard into any of those categories, so it just felt very out of place. Like they tried to bring like a little like brevity to the situation and like make it lighter using this like comedic weird like this is how teens speak in 2005 yeah. comedy but because there's nothing else like that it just like felt very yeah, strange like nonsense. different it wasn't the same movie yeah yeah this is what she, this is so diablo cody she this is her just asking um uh kim bauer uh, who she's fucking or if she's fucking so much mm. who do you want to bang chung these days nina who do you want to bang chung in 2005, you know, a teenage girl making a Wang Chung reference, of course. Unbelievable. Uh, she also terribly uh, calls Dot Def Jam Record. <laughs> <laughs> I, la- I did laugh at that. I mean, it's not good. <laughs> no, it's not good. This, this movie's not... Okay, to, to clarify, we don't condone anything happening in this movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nothing. But certainly not the, d- again, the terrible ableism evinced yeah, by its characters. Again, we're going to make it sound like it's fun to watch in some sort of bad way. My, it's not. My favorite bit of teen talk in this was when it was a bit later in the movie. They go to the movies to see it. Like, they, they go to see a movie. And... Uh, First of all, it looks like they just set up four movie theater seats in a black room and <laughs> tried to pretend yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a set. Even the theater su- oh, yeah, It just God, looks like man. nothing. But there's, they're all hanging out, and a Dot sits away from them. She sits like a few rows back. Yeah. And they're like, you know, just, 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 just should, maybe we should go sit with her, invite her. And, and the, the mean girls are like, no, you know, she's, it's, you know, she's fucking deaf. Why do we want to talk to her? <laughs> and Alicia Cuthbert actually tries to be nice at this point. She's like, yeah. you know, she wasn't born that way. You know, she could hear. And it's probably she harder. Lost, yeah. It's probably harder. And then and she like chastises one of the girls and the other girl just goes that's cool <laughs> <laughs> um at one point uh that friend just like they're they're in alicia cuthbert's room and that michelle girl just like has her has her boob out and is like you think my nipples are too big yeah. and then alicia cuthbert's just like michelle put your tit away <laughs> loved it girl talk and then she's like how do you know if you're a good kisser there's <laughs> that whole like, thing no Ew. But but in the, when when they're one on one, she'll be more like a standard friend. But like she she is such a shitty like mean girl friend. Mm-hmm. Like they go too far where she'll just be like, "You better fuck this guy, or I'm gonna fucking kick your ass, you fucking cunt." <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, "Why does anybody hang out with her?" It's terrible. She's so much. I mean, sometimes in a movie, you'll be like, "I can see why people are like are intimidated by this mean girl, but they hang out with her, this and that." But it's just she's, no, she's like, just, "Why she's hasn't she bitch. just been she's ostracized? She's awful. Yeah, she's, she's awful. awful. I don't know why anyone likes her." But she's the the one thing that's remotely fun. About this movie. Yeah. Well, it it also becomes quickly apparent to Dot that uh, uh, Nina, the Kim Bauer, and Martin Donovan 
are having an incestuous sexual relationship. Yeah. And we we And we get to see it. Get to see it. There's uh and you know who else gets to see it and hear it? Is Camilla Bell dot. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she finds out pretty quick because they're, they're not being all that. Uh, no, because they basically dope up mom. Well, then they, they make Edie Falco deaf. pass out. Yeah. And oh, then, yeah. She's not deaf, you guys. Yeah. There's that's a, true. Then it turns out, yes, <laughs> that, that <laughs> she's way, faking it. I don't know why we're like, not, it's not even that much of a revelation. It sort of seems. No. Like, we always know almost. Yeah, pretty pretty quick. Like like 15 minutes into the movie, you see, you see her sneak into a room and just start playing Rachmaninoff on a piano or yeah, something yeah. like that. Actually, it's Beethoven. But, but, but Kim Bauer figures it out because uh, she's tuning the piano with her voice. Like yes. She's, she's humming along to tune the piano. Because obviously, Be- I mean, she talks about Beethoven a lot in this movie. Like, Constantly. Beethoven went deaf one time, and honestly, it means nothing to me because I am not deaf. Yeah. I, I'm not going through that. It's <laughs> yeah. astonishing. But it sounds. But when I talk about it, it makes it seem like I am, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so once Nina realizes that Dot is not deaf, uh, she kind of like corners her in the cafeteria and is like... <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> she's like, uh, I'm going to kill my dad tonight. Yeah. And then she's like, I hate... My dad. Oh, I've got it. I do. You have it written down. Michelle's gonna get me a gun. I hate my dad. I hate yeah. my dad. I hate him when he tells me not to go out with my friends, but I love it when he fucks me. <laughs> but I hate it when he fucks me too. And then she goes on to say, yeah. he likes it when I bite on his nipples, though. And then she, oh, talks, she tells the whole talks thing. And, talks. and it just goes on and on, and, and you just keep sinking lower into your chair while you're watching this, uh, going like, make it, it stop. It so and it's bad. like this tight close-up, too, where she's whispering. In, I think it might even be like the picture on the movie box. Yeah, she's like yeah. whispering into she's her whispering ear, into her. like really and it's, she's just, and it's And it's Kim Bauer, yeah. not the best actor in the entire world, saying the grossest things imaginable. About the grossest subject And they also matter. do, there also is a couple of scenes in this, like in Glass House, where they contrive reasons for her to be walking around in her underwear. Mm. You know? Oh, lots, lots and lots of Kim Bauer in her underwear. Yeah, cheerleader yeah. outfit, too. Oh, dude. But, like... <laughs> it's the, so fucking gross. The, that's, that stuff is so gnarly. Yeah. But the the gnarliest part, and I think the part that actually did, did approach, like, some kind of camp that I could appreciate... Mm-hmm. Is the Sean Ashmore stuff? Yeah, I thought that that was almost Ugh. actually funny. Sean Ashmore, Bobby from X Men. Bobby from yes. X Men. But like, so there's there's the there's the the like, so Nina has a crush on him, but he's into Dot, and they start to have like a, a relationship. Because mm-hmm. um, they're biology partners. They're first. lab partners. Yes. And there's the scene where, like, they go, they get out of class and they go hang out at the pool in the school. He likes that she can't hear her talk. He mm. needs someone to just, like, vent to. And he just dumps on her and he tells her all of this shit that you would never well, tell Well, first anybody. he's like, sometimes I imagine you without your clothes on. And she's just, like, has to pretend to be deaf. So she's just, like, trying not to react, this poor yeah. girl. And then he. <laughs> trying not to go, wait a minute, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they, like, hang out. Oh, God, you guys, I don't even know. I, I, I actually they, thought it was almost funny, the arc that this character takes, because he's introduced, he's like this, this good-looking kid, all the all the girls want to fuck him, yeah. particularly Michelle, mm-hmm. yeah. want to fuck him, like, uh, and, and but he's like, sense, and it seems like he's going to be like the sensitive, he's popular, but then he's actually, you know, he's like the guy, that guy that falls in love with Molly Ringwald in 16 Candles, right. like, actually, I do like another d- Another movie girl. that squicks me out oh, really hardcore. Oh, God, yeah. don't get me started. Uh, this is grosser than that. Oh, wait, this is way grosser than <laughs> don't that. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but but then he but he's like, no, I actually like the interesting kind of outcast girl, and you're like, that's kind of interesting, and but then like immediately he's like, I like the fact that you can't talk and don't talk, and you're, you're like a doll a and you never make noise, and now I'm gonna talk about my dick 
endlessly. A lot. I'm it's just going to go on and on saying, about my dick. He'll start saying something sweet, and then she'll be like, oh, my God. And then he'll just be like, <laughs> and I beat off ten times last night. I couldn't stop. Do you think that's weird? Do you think that's, is my that normal? My mom was outside folding towels. <laughs> she was folding towels right I, outside my, my room. My, okay, so a game four there, times. There's that, and then there's the actual sex scene, which is just horrible. Yeah. Like, just horrible. Like, where he's, like, on top of her, like making little noises and stuff. So naughty. It actually looks quite a lot like this, the shot in Heavenly Creatures when that guy is uh, having sex with Melanie Linsky. God. And it's just, and he's like leaning into the camera going like, oh it's like God. that. It's it really was, nasty. It was so bad. And then even later on, like after he finds out that she's, that she can hear and talk, he's I told you about how much I beat up all the time. Says, I t- you sat there and listened to me talk about my dick. It's awful. That's the actual line. I took a screenshot of it. And he's mad. Oh, he's resentful of her. <laughs> you listened to me talk about my dick. Well, that Scarecrow's a- opening its doors right now. Yeah, we have like, to, <laughs> Scarecrow's dick. open now, so we have to like stop with the, the two super raunchy talk. Well, we'll see, about that. we'll see about that. But uh, but he also, this is like after they have sex in this very gross, uh, I mean, it's not like they show anything, but at the same time, it's, it's as gross as they anything. You see enough. They don't need to. Uh, but the, the, the first thing that he says after it's done, presumably they've both both just lost their virginity. He's uh, uh, do you think I have a big dick, Dot? <laughs> he's just. Yeah, he's like, I like the. I, I, I don't like it, but it's almost. Oh it's God. almost it's funny just, that he seems like so he's a traditional outrageous. sensitive kid, and then every time he opens his mouth, he just says something about his dick. And she has to just be like. He's like, sometimes it's soft, but then when it gets hard, it's pretty big. It's like he just goes on and on about it. He just needs a girl who can't respond in any way to him at all. Like a doll. Yeah. Um. He comes over to the house. Uh, at no, one actually, point. I talk to Dot. Yeah, and uh, he gets introduced to to the fam. To the fam, and uh, Dad's all like, "Oh, you never talked about this guy," and he's all like, "Weird, protective, because he's a fucking rapist." And uh, Edie's like, "Oh, well, like there's a new guy, or whatever." <laughs> and um, and she's like half a, in the bag already because she's yeah. like a pill popping. Oh yeah, she yeah, sure she's is. stoked. But then um, uh, he says he's gonna take Dot out or whatever, and then Alicia Cuthbert gets really mad and she's like. You let her go? Like, he could be a sick fuck. And then Edie Falco's just like, you just introduced us to him. <laughs> you let him in the house. And then the scene just cuts, and it's one of my favorites ever. <laughs> he and said he-, he was a friend. So gnarly. And Edie Falco lets the uh, lets the Jersey accent out every once yeah, in a while. She'll really it. uncork the Jersey accent. She does. Where it's does this take funny. place? Because they shot it in Austin. I, it feels like she does mention mid- Wallingford at one point. She says Wallingford, and then I was like, "What There's is this?" Probably got to be other Wallingford. Definitely it's not. not it's, I think it's in like Connecticut or something like it's that. It's like a nowhere, nothing. We don't ever see any like yeah, yeah. big things that would tell us one way or Where? the they other. They say the name of the city, and it's some city I'd never heard. Because so all I think we see it might is like a high school the and their city. house. It's Townsville, basically. USA. Yeah, yeah. High school and house. That's all we get. Yeah. I mean, that's probably all they could afford to shoot. Absolutely, it looks pretty cheap. Incredibly cheap looking, but it has Edie Falco in it. Oh, this poor And there's and there's a scene where Edie Falco is naked in this movie. That's really sad. So, because she, she's like begging Martin Donovan to like have sex with her. Come on, have sex with me. She's like, see, <laughs> I haven't put on any weight. See if you can pinch an inch. Come on, see if you she can. She does pinch keep an saying, inch. "Can you pinch and an inch?" And then she curls up under the floor while she's naked like a dog. Which is also sad because Alicia Cuthbert's also like, "I'm fat. Like, am I fat?" Blah blah blah. blah and all I mean, this. I feel with like her dad. I feel like there's something stuff. that this movie thinks it is doing. Absolutely, it's it's the the kind of, the kind of misbegotten that can only come from a movie that thinks it's being artsy. Yeah, yeah. that thinks it's or a, thoughtful. That thinks it's art or thoughtful or something. Oh, uh, like we that. forgot to talk about how Shauna Ashmore. Uh, let's <laughs> let's her 
lets her know, lets uh, Dot know that he has ADD and he's not stupid. And then he goes, I'm a sex addict with a learning disorder who fu- who forgot how to play basketball because he had a bad game. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have sex. Relatable. <laughs> they have really terrible, awful sex, it seems. Dude, the, the amount of times I've said I'm a sex addict with a learning disorder who forgot how to play basketball. Well, it's if I had a nickel. basketball, if you have one bad game, you just forget that's how a, to play. That's a great, like, uh... Where it's not great, but it'd be funny if that was like a Tinder profile. I was just going to say, that should be a dating profile. (laughs) I'm a sex addict who has ADD and I forgot how to play basketball because I did a bad game. My my dick is small when it's soft and when it is hard, it is big. (laughs) Are you dead? That's a a hinge prompt. (laughs) I got really hard last night. I had to beat off. I mean, I came four times. That's a normal, is it? My mom was folding towels. (laughs) My mom just outside. (laughs) <laughs> it's funny when you say it with no affect whatsoever. My mom was folding towels. Towels. Towels outside the door. All right. Uh, Horrifying. So, so, you then, know what? so then a day we got to get to the part where it, uh, you know, it does become a thriller to, in some regard. Allegedly. It's, it's not the, the thrilleriest thing of all, but it's not like it doesn't fit quite into our, into our category either. It's not like it has any thrills. Because Alicia- it has a lot of chills. Because Kim Ooh, Bauer is, try, is ha, does have the intention of killing her father. Yeah. Michelle brings over a gun. Yeah. But does she, or is it just a bag full of porno DVDs? <laughs> old, old man porno DVDs. Because I don't think she ever actually brings over a gun. Yeah, because because Dot true. shows up there and she's and she's like, I, you can't quite tell because most of the time she isn't talking and her voiceover doesn't have anything to do with what's actually happening. And so you think that she's like going to take the gun to get rid of it so Kim yeah. Bauer won't get into trouble or something. And it's a bunch of kind of like old man porn. Yeah. And one of them I will have to point out is called Boss Hog Gone Wild. <laughs> <laughs> and this so, is a serious. Movie. And Do Mich- we have that is here Michelle, at the store? Is Michelle like <laughs> taunting her with like? Because she know? Does she know the secret? No, Michelle doesn't know shit. Oh, so it's just a shitty thing I, to do. I no, I think they wanted to w- get the old guy to porn watch porno because that's the only thing they could get a hold of, and so they're like, oh, cool. You know, you're a teen and you want to like. I see. I remember I see. when I was little, you guys. I went, I went to my friend's house. I was must have been like, mm, I was eight because I watched Titanic. That day. Okay. <laughs> I was 40 when I saw Titanic <laughs> in the theaters. Yeah. And uh, we went, me and my friend and like a few other little girls like went into her mom's room and found her Playgirl magazine. Ooh. Wow. It's the first time I saw a penis. And wow. it was funny because that was the first time I saw a boob in Titanic. Oh. So it was what a good a day. day. It was, it was a, good a good day. day for me. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, formative, formative day. F- for all this gross shit. It's it over overlooks this one part where uh, Dot eats the ashes of her dead dad. We don't even talk about <laughs> it. We didn't even mention that. That's that's like that's how fucked. We just got to that now. We've been talking about this for a half hour. That the woman, that the girl eats the ashes of her dead dad. Like this, it's that kind of movie, and it's not fun to watch. I swear to God. If anybody see, at least it's it only like ninety five minutes too. It sounds I mean. like yeah, that's true. It's merci- mercifully short. Yeah. Yeah. Because boy, I mean, it still feels over long at that. But like, yeah. s- somebody must have known somewhere along the way. Like, what are we doing? Well, then Martin Donovan comes home and actually, and and then now tries to assault his daughter again. <sighs> oh, did we get to where she tells him that she's pregnant? Oh, right, mm-hmm. that's the right. Thing. So There's she 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 tells him she's pregnant and asks for a thousand dollars in cash so she get an abortion, and uh, he's all freaked out. And but then 
he finds tampons in her purse. And you know if you mm-hmm. find two tampons in a girl's purse, that means she's having her period this fucking second. Yes. If she got pregnant, then Trust she me, throws I'm a those girl. tampons away. Yep. You throw them this all away. This is like that scene you in can't. She's the Man where they find tampons in, 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 uh, in Amanda Bynes' bag, and she's like, no, I'm a boy. Tampons and they're always for, narc you They're out for nosebleeds. <laughs> And the boy, and the boy, yes, and the boys are like, "What? You put that in your nose? Gross!" Because they're, you know, because a, co- a piece of cotton is intrinsically disgusting if you know what it's for. <laughs> if you, right. if you are living a lie, make sure you don't have any tampons around because it will Seriously. blow up your spot. You know, yeah, one hundred percent. Um, so he gets all fucking pissed because he's like, "You're not pregnant. I found tampons, you bitch!" And then throws like a thousand dollars in cash at her, and then well, at least he paid for it, right? Yeah. And then uh, well, uh, it's the night of the prom or the spring fling or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all coming together. And yeah. then, but then, as he's assaulting her, uh, Dot comes and kills him with a piano wire. Yes, garrots him with a piano wire, like mm-hmm. Judd Nelson in Relentless. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. It I'm seems sure like it's supposed it to be a like to that. some kind, <laughs> somehow like 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 a motif, you know? Right, because she plays piano. Plays she's piano talking about Beethoven all the time. Stupid. Maybe the garbage. maybe the piano wire is a symbol of her voice yeah. or something like. And as it cuts through his vocal cords, she's finally able to speak, and he can speak. Uh, Thank you. He thinks it's that kind of movie. (laughs) Thank you. For sure. Check, please. It's like, this is what we're doing, right? We're making a real movie about But then my favorite part of the movie happens. It's the only truly great thing that happens in this movie. And I I unironically thought it was awesome. Okay. It's, uh, you know, she she garrots him with the piano wire. He falls to the floor dead, revealing that Edie Falco has seen the whole thing. And Edie Falco is just like wide-eyed and just sort of goes, okay. Like, she's just with it. Yep. She, no, she goes. Uh, she says to ta- she says to Dot, "You can talk." <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because while Dot no, is because while Dot is yeah, because while Dot is garroting uh, uh, Patrick, like, oh, whatever yeah. his name is, uh, she's going like die or something like that. That yeah. mo- the movie should have ended there. <laughs> you can talk. It should have absolutely ended there, but instead they we got to go through this whole crap where they go to the dance and have to bury the backpack with the evidence. Yeah, in three inches of loam. I love that they got ready for the dance together though, because they looked cute. And they should have <laughs> gone with all the blood on them. <laughs> I know, but they like sh- like Dot wore the dress that Alicia Cuthbert like tried to get her to wear at the beginning, and, yeah. they, and they're friends now. They're like sisters because they killed someone together, and uh, they danced to the music of La Tigra and Cat Power, mm-hmm. which is great, good. <laughs> and um, uh, so they go to the dance, and then they go, they bury the shit in the backpack, and then they are walking home, and they see a bunch of police cars, and they're like, oh, okay, we're gonna have to deal with shit. <laughs> um. Uh, but they see Edie Falco come out in handcuffs. And she has this amazing this speech wild. where she's like, I killed him with a piano wire. And, you know, she like basically just lays it all out in front of her. Father. Yeah, my beautiful girls didn't have nothing to do with it. Try to pinch an inch. Try to pinch. Just try to pinch an oh, inch. So come on. Because she did that but she's, to protect she, her she's daughter. Like, yeah, yeah. Protect, to protect her daughter. And to, atone, and to atone from the fact that she knew it was going on the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. yeah. mm-hmm. Redemption for one Edie Falco. Because there's lots of scenes where uh, we see her in bed with her eyes open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is. Uh, actually, while that scene's happening before the garroting happens and uh, and Kim Barra's going like, Dad, get off me. You, you see Edie Falco, like I think, in a stupor watching TV, kind of like uh, maybe even a tear trickles mm-hmm. down or something like mm-hmm. that. She knows. And so this is her way of uh, of atoning for condoning this sort of stuff. Atoning for condoning. Love it. Uh, which is uh, condoning. Okay. Condoning. Yeah, perfectly cromulent. Adoning. Cromulent word. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, and then it shows, and then she says, and then Dot says some more stuff about how maybe it's good to have a friend or some shit. 
The movie is, friend, the movie is thankfully is over at this the real, point. The real quiet yeah. is the friendship that we made along the way. The real quiet, the is, real the quiet is the incest we stopped along the way. Aww. Yeah, exactly. And that's it. That's pretty much all that happens in it. Yeah. There's not much. Again, overlong at 90 Don't minutes. Don't watch this movie, you guys. Uh, it's so gnarly. Or do, but like, it, I feel like we didn't even really get over the... Cr- like across the point of how gross this movie is. I feel like Travis is right that we probably made it sound fun to a lot of people. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, actually, you know what? Fuck you guys. Watch it. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. You're only see hurting yourselves. You, see if you like it. You're only hurting yourselves, people. You got to you got a picture even though that pe- some people are saying f- like funny like creepy funny lines. It, the, the movie looks like it looks awful. It looks awful. Mm-hmm. It's it's like the kind of movie that your brain rejects because yeah. of the like the indifferent lighting and the and the terrible digital photography and stuff like that. Just you're you're watching it and your brain is just going like no, no no no. Do I look at something else. Look away. There's nothing good about it at all. <laughs> yeah, it's it's awful. One except yeah. for except for the lady from Eastbound and Down. It's just not like she's good, but it is it like she's at least funny. I laughed I like a couple her. times that she yeah. said some stuff. Uh, she's so outrageous. She just doesn't fit. She's like, what are you doing in this movie? I mean, right, what's right. anything doing in this movie? But. It's very strange to have a broadly comedic character in this disgusting. Yeah, they d- they couldn't decide what what the vibe was, and they just went all over the place, and nothing worked. Yeah, besides grossing us out. A very unfortunate movie. Mm. They uh, said the loud part quiet. I probably I, I probably maybe still liked it more than the Captivity with Kim Bauer. Good in lord, it as well. I hated that movie so much. I don't think I've seen Captivity. It's bad. It's a Saw ripoff, and it has a scene where the bad guy and they, they clearly reshot this stuff. Oh yeah, that's right, because they reshot like the whole. They half reshot of the it movie. to be a Saw movie, and they cut what? in this this part where he like and like somebody possibly not even the original director was like, we need to get some like gross torture in there yeah. and then somebody came up with the idea of like this guy has a bag of like body parts yeah. that he puts into a blender and grinds and up into makes a her paste drink and it. puts a funnel into her mouth and makes her drink it and that sort of stuff <laughs> like I can't watch that shit like it's <laughs> kind of like, it was bad like I that kind like of thing stuff. Yeah. yeah you should check it out uh you no, check out. probably not <laughs> I probably won't but maybe <laughs> I think Pruitt Taylor Vince was in that I don't know was he uh, no uh, maybe <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Who cares? <laughs> Anyways, uh, Edie Falco's in this, and uh, that's very strange. And that's the thing. I would like to hear wh- how that happened and why. This is well, while like, Sopranos was happening. I, I mean, for, like Sopranos have been thought, going for years. I think people thought this was going to be a very poignant, like, like uh, shine a light on the dark underbelly of incestuous stuff. But then they like, you don't. I don't know. It just didn't. It didn't achieve anything. Yeah, I was saying uh, to Emily on the car ride over here that um, it sucks in a lot of ways that uh, the, the movies are so homogenous these days. Like people complain about that. You just get move, you just get superhero movies and like small movies like this don't get to be made the way that yeah. they were. And it's uh, but right. it's also like on the upside, they fucking wouldn't make this movie today. Thank no. God. <laughs> or but what like I was saying, <laughs> yeah. if they would. It would go straight to like Lifetime or Oxygen. That's it would be true. that movie. Th- yeah. That's the only place and, these movies live now. Edie Falco sure as shit wouldn't be in it. No, some other poor lady would be in it. Nobody thinks that they're making a thing that's going to win like a Sundance Prize or something mm-hmm. like that. Right, it's, right. It's it is wild. It's it's just like so hard to imagine somebody reading this script. It's it's like Silent Fall, where you're like, you read the script the whole way through and then said, yes, I will make this. Right. You don't need money, Edie Falco. Yeah. I mean, she yeah. probably didn't get paid. She probably was like, I'll do scale for this because I believe in this project, like sort of thing. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking happened. Crazy. I don't know. What can, what can you say? What can you say? You got any other crazy lines, Emily? Mm, no, I just have the <laughs> Def Jam records over there. 
uh, <laughs> he let her go. He could be a sick fuck. You introduced us to him. You let him in the house. And uh, I'm a sex addict with a learning disorder who forgot how to play basketball. Here's yeah. uh, here is um, Kim Bauer when she's when the she's like trying to convince her dad into paying for her abortion mm-hmm. for the baby that presumably they had together. This is what happens in this movie. And this is a real <laughs> line. Doesn't she say, oh, I think I know what you're, yeah. This is a real line where he's like, are you sure you blah, 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 want to do this, whatever. Mm. Um, and this is, again, going to make you think you want to see this movie, but you yeah. don't. <laughs> I don't want a baby with webbed feet running around the house, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real line. <laughs> That's a real line. Quack, 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 quack. Uh, and then this is the, I think this it'd is be the, cute to have a baby with webbed feet running <laughs> yeah, out of the house. Like that. That's, that baby would be so good at swimming. Uh, he's like Kevin. He's like the, 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 the mariner. The mariner from... Uh, oh, you mean Namor? <laughs> Namor the submariner? <laughs> no, the uh, Kevin Costner. Oh, yeah. Whatever it is. Waterworld. Waterworld? Waterworld. Whatever it is. is the This is the cheer... Uh, from that the cheerleaders do at the at the big basketball game uh-huh. where where the kid forgets how to play, um, but this is just like a thing that you hear and then a few seconds later you go wait a minute what? When we say roar, you say net. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> what are they? I don't know the. Uh, what, usually you say when we say win, you say tigers or something, and they go together. But when I don't know we what the roar. Associate. We put the basketball in, in the, the net. net, but it needs a couple more steps in there. None of that seems. It's a real bad to cheer. Me. Like they, sounds like, like they, they just like, cheer. It's a bad cheer. It's a bad cheer. Everyone <laughs> forgot how to play and cheer in this game. Yeah. It sucked. Uh, uh, Connor and Brian want us to get drunk with them, and you're not gonna fuck this up for me. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that does sound like something a teenage girl would say. <laughs> and this is another one of the one of the uh, one of the ponderous voiceovers from Dot. One day we wake up and we realize the world sucks, and we suck for being in it. <laughs> She's so wise. That's though. a that's an Ani DeFranco lyric. <laughs> <laughs> but she's oh a very skilled guitar player. You get that great guitar sure. over the top of, of it. Of course, amazing. It's she's a skilled musician, a technician. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, this is the type of shit that teens would like write in their journals and think they sound really like. That is true. Really like poetic. That and, is a hundred percent true. Like, are we reading my live journal right now? Because I probably wrote are a bunch we? of shit like that. We could. Let's do it. Different podcast. Same podcast now. Same podcast. No more movies. Real estate, sex in the city, my life journal, and uh, no movies. (laughs) No more movies. Uh, Ratings. One Judd. Mm-hmm. Actually, no. I'm going to revise that. Mm. We're going to go with zero judge. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. But not because, and I've done this before, not because it's like so unconscionably terrible, though it is. But it's like unrateable. It's just like I don't want people to see this, but you must see it to understand what it's what's wrong with it. You know what? I kind of want people to see this. Extremely high level. Like- I can't encourage you in good conscience to watch this movie <laughs> in good conscience, but you, if you want to know what you're getting into, like it's unrateably bad. Extremely high level of difficulty, bad movie. But if you're if you're like a black belt in this shit, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, give it a shot. Uh, I'm gonna go all the way and give it five Douglases. I mean, despite the, there's not a ton of nudity. There's almost none. There's just like you know, a sliver. Edie Falco. Yeah, that that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So yeah, there's. It's just it's humiliating and embarrassing and disgusting all the time for all ninety time, minutes constantly. And uh, and it's just it's gross. I was and, incredibly and, and grossed like, out. Like by we it. talked about in the Glass House. At least the Glass House is like a could be considering itself like a sexy movie in some way or another. Sure. This is a, this is a molestation rape film. Right. And then, but then it's also like, but wouldn't you like a little Kim Bauer in her underwear? And you're like, what? Uh, what? 
and it, it's leering on top of that. Yeah. Fucking crazy. It's just yeah, it's gross. It's absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Like, uh, we cover a lot of sleazy stuff on the show. I watch I watch movies that are far more you know uh, ten, like intentionally have their cake and eat it too, you know, sleazy than this. And I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. This squicked me out. Like this one got me. This yeah. one was just like, this is too much. I can't like it, it rarely happens. I can think of maybe one or two other movies that where I'm like, wow, <laughs> this one threw me for a loop. And those ones are also movies that I like because mm-hmm. they're at least also good. Yeah. But yeah. So zero zero Judds, but all the Douglases. Five Douglases. <laughs> a zero and sure. a five. Wild. And I'm gonna go um. I'm going to go 10 out of 10 towels mom was folding while I beat yeah. off 10 times. Yeah, she folded 10 towels. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. I'm got, I got I got to duplicate that cuz this is a 0 and a 5. Mm-hmm. It's just so so awful and it's and there's like an art awful. Like that's a yes. that's, that's why people don't attempt art is is like like there's a higher degree of difficulty. If you pull it off then there's like a greater reward. Because you can, you don't need to make money to be considered a success if you're mm-hmm. making an art film. Yeah, but th- that's why people are hesitant to do this, <laughs> is because you can make something like this that is fully offensive and disgusting, like one of the more gross things I've ever seen. And I'd put it like probably in the bottom three movies that we've done on this. Like what? Yeah, like, Damn, way I'm like down jumping there. in with the yeah, bottom, oh yeah, the bottom three. I mean, ca- like Captivity. Um, I don't know, uh, Killing Zoe. <laughs> Killing Zoe, oh, I hate uh, that movie. <laughs> but just like it, it's it's right at the bottom, it's on the floor. I mean, like, what if the only thing that would make this like more notably bad would be if Joe Charbonic directed it? Oh yeah, whatever that one was. That called. was the Watcher. The Watcher. Joe Charbonic, you may be off the hook Jesus after seeing Christ. this one. This, this is worse than that. I I may forgive you for making Keanu Reeves sad. Yeah. For after having seen this movie. And of course, five Douglases. Bad choices. Bad. You gotta just. Like, yeah. You should get to page three in this script and go like, no, don't, don't make this. Don't do that. What are we doing? It's an important film, all right. About an important subject. <laughs> it's a project <laughs> I'm passionate subject. about. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm gonna give it uh, ten out of ten. Judd Nelson piano wires mm. from Relentless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. I'm going to give it a one, Judd, because I just don't want to give it a zero because it was a movie. and uh, It is true. i got to give it that. Because <laughs> it was a movie. I love this. Because it was a movie. and People worked hard. I bet there were some people who did try to work hard. Yeah, like, it, the, you know? Like, like, you know, the crew. Yeah. The gaffers. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to give it five Douglases, of course, because this is fucking gross. Um... And I'm gonna give it five uh, spoonfuls of dead dad ashes. <laughs> <laughs> Yum. <laughs> which is the not even the grossest thing in this movie. Which Tastes is like daddy. It's daddyish. Mm. She should be like rolling him up and smoking him at a certain point. <laughs> Damn. Like how Method Man and Red Man and smoke. They, didn't need uh, it. they yeah, rolled it in tobacco and smoked it. Yeah. <laughs> They smoked him. Uh, <laughs> like, they still think it's like smoke Thomas Jefferson or something in there. They smoke uh, Einstein and become smart. They smoke Einstein? Oh, yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. I need to see that movie again. It's been a while. Uh, you need to see it again, Matt. It's funny. I remember it being really funny. Well, Red and Meth. You got to love them. Okay. 
Uh, Are we right. moving on to House at the End of uh, we better. Dead End Street or whatever the fuck Before it's I completely forget everything. I don't remember movie. this. I watched this movie last night. I remember almost nothing about it already. Oh, boy. Emily, you're going to have to do all the heavy lifting here. Okay. It's called, I, it's called I Believe, The House at the End of the Street. It's just, it it's just House at the End of the Street. House There's no the. the oh, no. Hey, do you need a ride? No, I'm fine. This is my driveway. No, it's not. You just moved in on Sycamore Lane. I live next door. You're Ryan Jacobson. Yeah. Your parents got killed. I'm sorry, I know that people were talking about it. It's okay. It's all anybody can think around me anyways. You know that house is the reason why we can even afford to rent this house? What exactly happened again? The daughter of Carrie Ann killed both her parents. And what happened to Carrie Ann? She drowned in the dam. You can see her in the woods. Hey, look, the freak finally decided to show up. Ryan's had a tough, tough life. 2012. And what's this movie about? Mark Tenderoni? Tenderizer. Mark Tenderoni? Mark Tenderoni. Mark Tenderoni. I'm sticking, we're sticking with it. That's the San Francisco treat. The San Francisco (laughs) treat. Mark Tenderoni. Yeah. San Francisco and save a potato. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this movie remember? has J Law in it. It Jennifer has J Law in it. She's just oh. a normal girl. I did want to. I did want to point out, and this is apropos of nothing, but I have a coworker um, who I'm very fond of, wonderful guy. Um, but and, and is and is your age, Emily, which makes it extra interesting. Um, but he's he's like kind of a, a deliberately kind of out of the loop kind of guy, and he watched this movie with me, and he was like Jennifer Lawrence. Did she ever do anything? <laughs> I was like, I love yeah, that for him. She became insanely one of the biggest famous. movie stars. Yeah. I love that for him. You should have lied like, to him. Oh, though. this is the first time I've heard of her before. I love that, but I you should have lied to his face. Yeah, I was like, no, I don't think so. Can I, I can I say that I have a thing about Jennifer Lawrence, which is I think she's a bad actress. Oh, you're allowed to say it. But okay. she's just like us. No, she's a bad. Yeah, she's she, I'm a bad actor too. I don't know if I, I just think her thing is she's her whole thing is she's like an awkward weird cool girl, and uh, she's she, fine. But her movies are bad and she's bad in them. I, she's That's great in uh, Winter's Bone. I guess we're probably not counting that. That was the that was the one it's that like made the, her the that broke beginning. her career, and then she's done almost nothing good that I've liked ever since. Almost nothing. David, o, like her prestige stuff was David O. Russell stuff. I hate Dang. Silver Linings Playbook. I hate Joy. I kind of not just the movie, but the concept. Kinda, <laughs> well, that's surprising no one. Uh, yeah, I kind of liked uh, the Hunger the, Games the first movies. Two Hunger Games movies. Oh, they're so bad. I like Hunger Games. Oh God, they geez. really they really threw it away with like the last. So couple. fucking boring those movies. Um, but I liked I liked. What else is she I in? Recall though? liking her. I don't know if I what had. What about an that opinion? Chris Pratt movie, Passengers, that she's in, where they're in outer space? I kind of want to see that. Oh, it's so bad. Uh, yeah. She sucks. Speaking, speaking of creepy, she sucks in her. Like, what did you, did you see? Don't look up. God, just kill me. Don't She's look terrible. Up. What is that? That was the Adam McKay movie that came out like less than oh, a year right. ago. Most, it, yeah, she hadn't made a movie in like five years, and then she was like, came back for Don't Look Up. I movies. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like yeah. The I one guess. where she's a spy. Red, yeah, Red, Red Dragon, Red or Sparrow, the movie Sparrow? that could be good if there was a good lead actress, and you know, hmm. that yeah, that was notable because she got like naked TV. finally. Finally. She should do TV. She belongs on television. Then that's not even a bad thing. She but could I be did, really good on TV. But I probably. did watch. She like, has narrow range. Like she does, kind of like steely and crying, and that's it. 
Yes, I, maybe she's been coasting off of Winter's Bone this whole time. Because I did watch that. I again. think Emily's right. I think she's coasting off like, ooh, my persona is a thing that people. She's like. coasting yeah, off the I'm Bill, like Eng- the Bill Engvall I show. T- I tripped at the Oscars again, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen Jack her. Nicholson's looking at me. Oh no! Jack Nicholson's always looking at you, honey. I it? yeah, probably. I have seen her on like talk shows and, and thought she was seemed cool. Well, so, that's the thing. Know. That's the thing. I was like, I I think I like Jennifer Lawrence, but then the more you guys like named the movies, I was like, I don't really that like is a, that is not a great track. I think I like her in interviews. My preferred version of Jennifer Lawrence is Dakota Johnson, who is (laughs) a better actress and a fucking alien. And she destroyed and she destroyed Ellen DeGeneres' career single handedly. She's completely weird. Yeah, I like I would like to I would like to point out that at one point uh, me and my parents were talking about Jennifer Lawrence and I brought up this time that she was on the Daily Show and she told a very funny story about a friend who gave her a present of a case of butt plugs. Uh, and then it, it, and it, it was like her birthday present, you know, like a funny novelty gift of butt plugs. A gag gift, as they say. And uh, and she was and she, it was like she was away from home or something, and so she had it in her hotel room. And then the um, the maid, the wait, the maid staff or whatever, like arranged the butt plugs artfully, like on her counter, oh, like after when they were cleaning her thing. So sweet. Like they, they were like, oh, I guess she'll want her butt plugs like all set up. And I told my parents this story, which I thought was very funny, and they were like, what's a butt plug? Oh, no. And then Travis. I was like, uh, well, I don't know. I, I I don't know. And they were like, no, what is a butt plug? Did they Google it? And then I was like, well, I don't know. It's like a they sex They checked toy. on Reddit. They checked Reddit. And then, and then, and then what is a butt plug? My mom, my mom was like, so wait, you just put it in your butt? And then, and then what? And I was like, I don't know. No, I don't then you know. plug it in, and then you get electricity. I have no idea. Shout out, shout out to the customers at Scarecrow right now. Plug yeah. it in, plug it in. I just thought it was a little funny story. I didn't want it to be a whole fucking thing. <laughs> you blew it up. <laughs> it's your fault. <laughs> you know? Uh, we've all had to educate our parents about weird sex toys from now on. Now. <laughs> I'm certainly not the person to say what a butt plug is. I'm not sure I know. I wish you'd that. told me what they were. Oh, well, that can be arranged. Um, this is part of our podcast now. No, but I meant anyways. initially. Now I know. Oh, now you know. It's too late. Oh, yeah. The fantasy's broken. I mean, you plug your butt with it. It's right there in the name. <laughs> you plug. It's in the name. Yeah. What's um, in the name? Elizabeth Shue is the mom. Poor Elizabeth yeah, Shue. We love Elizabeth we love Shue. Elizabeth this Shue. is not a great Elizabeth Unused. Shue. Unused. Well, we've she's been in a lot of movies on the show that are not good. She's the cool last Elizabeth now. Shue was Palmetto, which was she was full on bad in. Dire. Yeah. But we like Elizabeth Shue. Here. We do. We do. And I don't know. I didn't write down who else was in this. I didn't recognize anybody the else. The kid is uh, the kid, the hunky brooding kid who yeah. turned, well, I don't want any spoilers right now. He's been in stuff. Sure, stuff that I've if not you say seen. So, yeah, but <laughs> he's, the, he's the big, st- the big names entity. are J Law and, and Ishu. Yes. So what happens in this stupid movie? This is once oh again. Uh, actually, they've moved into a new neighborhood. We got a house. Yeah. Um, but she has not been adopted. She is living with her mom. And they're like really close. Uh, I think Elizabeth Shue probably had her when she was younger. And yeah. they're like friends. Like she's cool mom, you know. Actually, yes, uh, she's tr- she is cool mom. But apparently, I think. Um, J-Law J- has been living with her dad a lot of the time, and her mom and her dad were separated. Right. So her mom's trying to make it work. By but I think her mom, mom her mom was kind of like a party girl yeah. like earlier on, because at one point she, or like J-Law calls her a like party slut or, or, something, yeah. <laughs> or something like that. And it seems party like, slut. and mom's, mom's got issues. Yeah, she's trying. I think maybe the issues are more in her past, but she's, yeah. tr- and she's trying, trying to, go, to straight. go straight and yeah. be like a good mom and stuff like that. And then they move into a, a a really shitty neighborhood. Yeah, uh, they're, they're they're the house that that's the second house at the end of the street. Yeah, there's another house at the end of the at street. The very they're next Jacobson to the street. house. They're next to the end of the street. And the Jacobson boy lives there. And that's uh, this is the, this is one of the f- first lines is uh, 
uh, I had to rewind and go like, wait a minute, did she say that? Uh, is that they first moved into the house and then uh, J Law looks at the at the house at the end of the street and, and goes, is that Mister and Mrs Dead People's house? What? <laughs> yeah, I said what, and that? I rewound it and watched it again. Is that Mister and Mrs Dead People's house? Because there was a family that used to live there, and this is all famous famous in the neighborhood because it's bringing all the property Local values down. Local legend. Oh. Yeah, is that the the girl? And we see this, by the way, and and. It, it speaks to the laziness of this movie is right. we see in the opening scene of this movie this flashback, this, thing. This flashback thing that didn't happen. Right. But we'll we'll explain, but it is like this crazy girl who's like who has like mental problems and, yes. and then there's a family and the parents are going like, Oh, she's our crazy daughter is up and uh, oh no, what's she doing? And the then the crazy daughter like jumps under the bed and stabs him to death. Right. Mm-hmm. This the thing is what that we did see not this happen. happening. And this did not happen. And could her not name have happened. is Carrie Ann. Carrie Ann. Like Carrie Ann Moss. Like Carrie Ann Moss. She's Who all green and grassy and mossy. Who is Carrie Ann Moss? <laughs> Who's Carrie Ann Moss? Trinity from the Matrix. Uh, oh. Okay. Um, so, and apparently, uh, so they're all dead. The the brother, who is this guy who now lives in the house, is away at like What's college his name? or something. It's the Jacobson boy. Jacobson boy. Jacobson boy. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, the Jacobson boy. I do not have what his name is is written on. I don't think I ever wrote down, down his name at all. He's the Jacobson boy. Seth. Yeah. Jason. Eric. Kyle. Kyle. It's not Tyler because Tyler's another kid. Does Kyle sound right? Kyle. Let's say Kyle. Yeah. I don't think that's right, but whatever. I mean, I can literally just look it up right now. Okay. He is uh, the second lead in the movie, so uh, yeah. whatever. <laughs> and he's and he's hunky and broody, and uh, and the ladies love a hunky and broody his guy. His name is Ryan. Oh, how did we forget that? Ryan Jacobson. Um, uh, okay, and so and so Leo. they find out at, at, at this like barbecue in the neighborhood. That first, a everybody in the neighborhood's an asshole. Yeah, like all the adults are like nimby pricks, and they're like, "Don't ever talk to the Jacobson boy Ryan at the end of the street." He's, yeah, yeah. His parents got killed yeah. by his sister, and so he's fucked up. He's so a just weirdo. don't even go near. I him. wouldn't care if that house burnt down. I guess he doesn't have to be inside <laughs> it. And it seems like it's mean that these parents keep on going, uh, keep on going. Like, hey, don't ever talk to the kid whose like, parents w- got killed. Yeah, because like, wouldn't you feel sad for this boy? Yeah, wouldn't like you a little bit help of pity. Him? No, it turns out they're right. Yeah, it turns out they're right. Don't <laughs> act. Don't actually talk to the damaged kid at the end of the street. He's probably a psycho. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, you know, it's all weird, and of course, uh, Jennifer Lawrence is intrigued by it, and she yeah, goes she to likes high to school. Fix damaged people. She's cool though, because she was in a band in Chicago. Yeah, she's, she's got in a, a rock and roll band. She's in coming from Chicago, and um, she's a rocker girl. And she is at school, and she gets invited to um, a famine relief party. <laughs> Which is well, it turns out to be like uh, I actually don't understand how how this is a thing or how it's cool because like hey, once you come out, what you've hey, never been to a famine relief party before, Chavez? <laughs> They're really cool. No, not the ones that I've been to were very serious. No, and I gave them a lot of money. Where it's at? Because I hate famine, and I want there to be relief for it. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of food usually at these famine relief parties. But in th- but in this case, it's just a, a guys for the ki- for the cool teens to have parties. But like, uh, tell all their parents that they're actually like raising money for charity or whatever. Who yeah. knows? Maybe they well, he, the kid actually says, and and it's and I oh, think like it's someone, Tyler. Someone writes a check or something. 
Yeah, he goes, he goes like, uh, nah, we just come here and we party and we do whippets and shit like that. And then my dad cuts a check for twelve hundred dollars and yeah. that's our family relief party. Hell and she yeah, goes brother. like, and J Lo goes, J Law goes like, that's actually pretty cool. And you're like, is it? I don't know. She likes to party. She is, you know, like I said, she was, she was in a band. She's cool. She's and she's a continuing. Girl. She's gonna continue her music career here. We see her performing a couple songs. Yeah. She, well, she does a battle of the bands later on. So she goes to this party <laughs> and then she hangs out. She thinks like Tyler's pretty cool but then she hangs out with him he gets too drunk and he like basically tries to rape her and she's like oh, okay not. Tyler's not cool Tyler's not cool Tyler's so not she, cool at she all she walks home in the rain and she gets picked up by she gets picked up the Jacobson by the boy. house at the end of the street oh. the, the house boy. itself picks him up <laughs> we, picks we've, up. we've looked up his name and we still want to call him the Jacobson and boy. everybody's yeah. like and everybody in the neighborhood who is by the way legitimately an asshole outside of all the other considerations they're all jerks yeah uh, but then he, he pulls up and he's kind of like hey you know I'm like you know I'm kind of sad but I'm kind of nice too you want to ride, like, ride I understand if you wouldn't because like whatever but I'm you know sensitive. I'm very sensitive. <laughs> and she's like, oof, oof. My she's like, she's immediately she's into She's literally it. just like, I can fix him. I can fix him. If there's any fixing that needs to be done, because, I mean, wow. <laughs> she's immediately like, this is this is the guy. And that and that happens to another character later on, too. P- ladies cannot resist his sensitive, brooding. They can't. Hunkiness. Um, but they should. Spoiler alert. So they end up in a... Friendship that hints at something more. Mm-hmm. Um, he like and makes her mix about, CDs and shit. They talk to each other about music and like life and Did junk. Did he make mix CDs in 2012? Uh, he does. He said he made her a mix CD. I'm just saying, like, was that a thing that people still did? No, he lives at no. The house at the end of the You're street. He playlists. He's not hip on the yeah. playlist. Made you a playlist. Yeah. Um, but you could still burn it onto a CD pretty easily. I feel like I wasn't doing that anymore though. But I, yeah, no. Yeah, there's a pretty maybe out in the middle of nowhere. There's a r- moderately funny part when they're like driving in, in this in initial drive where they meet, and it's there's the awkward, and they're not talking, and then she just blurts out, "Your parents got killed." Can't she's like, you. "Oh my god, I can't believe that I blurted that she's out." And he's so, like, "She's so no, awkward." It's like, it's like okay, don't she's very that. bad in this movie. It's cool to like break the ice or whatever, you know. Yeah, they did die. They you did that die. Legend? You know, it fucked me up and whatever, but I'm like <laughs> trying to maybe flip the house or some junk or whatever. And uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe you could be my girlfriend. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe you there's could, a, there maybe is you could a be my sister. The, I do remember the scene where they're like awkwardly making out on the couch in a giant old chair. Yes, and she's really going at it. Yeah, like she's like real, eating his face. Yeah, there's some real tonguing. It's really gross. Yep. And he seems like, man. Maybe it's just because he's in character, but he seems like a little upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh my god, she's really just devouring oh, oh, god, me right now. He's too sensitive. He's too much of a sensitive lad. But we find out very early, like I think after he even like drops her off, he's like, hey, you know, have a good night or whatever. I mean, life sucks, but also you're beautiful. <laughs> she's like, oh wow, I life love, sucks. I love, maybe immediate- we suck because we're in it. <laughs> yeah, we'll suck together. Yeah, we suck because we're, <laughs> we we're in it. <laughs> and she's like, wow, good night, uh, good night. <laughs> 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 uh, and then he drives into his house. And then goes into his basement. He drives into his he house. Drives, he just drives right in there. Blows it up. Yeah. And the then he, ma- he makes some noodles. No, he make yeah he makes some food. And you're like, sure, that's what people do. He's goes gonna into, he's gonna go feed sloth who lives in the, in the and basement. He has a tray of food. He goes into the basement <laughs> and then pulls up a a trap door, goes down some a ladder, and then goes down this long hall that has a locked door, 
And then he feeds his crazy sister, oh, or so alive. we think. She's still alive, and she's, she's in the basement? Yeah, because people had theorized that the sister who killed the parents, she just got away yeah. somehow. Mm-hmm. And then maybe she lives in the woods or something. Yeah, yeah. They never found the body. They never found the body. But no, she's uh, locked She's alive up. in the basement. She's a, she is supposedly a danger to herself and others, mm-hmm. but he he's, she's his sister, so he loves her. And, uh, and he keeps her locked up, <laughs> like a loving brother would, keeps her locked up. In a dungeon. And he Feeding tells her, fish heads. He, feeds her noodles. He tells her, there's a new, we got new neighbors. I don't want don't you, don't want you to bother her. And so you're like, well, does she like, usually like come out and like hang out and like mm-hmm. bother seems, the neighbors? She's or? like, seems hard to get out, but she does get out a lot. She's good at getting out. By the, well, by the way, like if you're watching this movie and then this happens and you think that that's the sister, and that the movie is like telling you what's really happening. You're stupid. Well, <laughs> like, there's no. I'm watching this going like that's not the sister. Okay, I Matt, certainly wasn't. Guess I'm stupid because the first time I watched this movie, <laughs> I completely was like, oh no, the the twist no, is dude. that the sister is alive. Okay, so this is why I I believe I am the best audience for these types of movies is because <laughs> I without fail always fall for the twist. Oh, do you? I'm always just like I'm like a director's dream come true. I'm 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 like so excited and I. I I always fall for the twist. And you know what's funny? I saw this movie last year. I forgot. <laughs> I fell for it not once but twice. I mean, so, I could see Emily. that. that movie, this movie might have that going for it. And that, oh, like, my God. I, I think the twist, if, if not good, is at least interesting. And, and like, I haven't seen it. I was like, oh, I yeah, haven't the seen twist this is that Carrie Ann's still alive in the basement. No, as soon as this happened, I was like, oh, he's kidnapping girls. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I didn't. I certainly didn't think that because it's like the law of economy or whatever, where like right. when you're introduced to this situation, it's like, well, that can't be the case because then you got nothing. It's got to go somewhere. But I didn't know what, what it exactly I, what I it was. Actually, I thought the twist was going to be that he was the one who killed his family for some reason. I, I like definitely that. thought that was it. It still sort of might be. Yes, I think that is what it is, but it's more complicated than that. Oh, yeah. We well, got, well just, he did just then get, because we don't need she to died, around it. She died... Yeah, who are we protecting? Yeah, who are we protecting? See, the thing is, he <laughs> he killed the parents. He probably killed the sister. Although I'm not convinced well, he there was a sister. Ki- ki- killed the no, sister by neglect. No, there was a sister because she died on the swing. He set. killed the he th- he can he thinks he killed the sister because they were swinging together. We find right, this out okay. in flashbacks. Like smacked her head or something. Yeah, but now he feels cr- like he's he, crazy. He kind of like yanked her off of the off of the swing set. And in in his telling, he he tells it this story kind of true where he's like, and I accidentally pulled her off the swing set. She hit her head, and then she was like a psycho ever since. And then she killed her parents. Right. But we find out later on she that died. He, she died. And then, and then we find out through his—he never says this—but we find out at the very end, just through his brain, right? Like he's sharing his thoughts with us that his parents also made him dress up as his sister, or at least his mom did. Yes, yeah. or his mom made him dress up as his that's, sister. That's what happened. And then he killed the parents, and now he's kidnapping girls. Yes, and chaining them up in his basement, calling and them, pretending that they're pretending that they're Carrie Ann. Yeah, because there's a little, little, like, little bit of a psycho-ish type thing. Yeah, this is like a whole thing that's going on. This is like a thing that's going on. He's, he's really, really boring, he is damaged. J Law is right. He is damaged. He yeah. is damaged. He is insane. <laughs> He's damaged goods for she sure. She can fix him. She can fix him. <laughs> but in a very dangerous sort of way. That's not and great. Then, then, but the twist is, this twist is revealed when we see later like he's sort of romancing a young barista. And, and then, the ladies, it's actually, I thought I this was funny. She just melts for him. <laughs> he's there. Okay, okay. Well, this is This is where I was sort of like. The is movie had the, you for a second. I, I don't know if it had me, but I was sort of like, "All right, what what is going on here?" So this, so he's got his sister Carrie Ann supposedly locked up, and she keeps on getting out, and she keeps on running towards J Law, like she and, and she's she's kind of like feral. Yeah, yeah. 
because she's it turns out she's been like doped up and, and locked up, so she's weird. And so you're kind of so like she's weird. So she's weird. <laughs> <laughs> and and he's and you and you and he's like runs and grabs her and puts her back in her thing, and it's kind of like I'm protecting Jayla from my crazy sister sort of thing. And you're like, all right, that makes sense. It's creepy, but it makes sense. Yeah. And then at a certain point, she gets out and goes running out into the woods again, and he's and he's got to go after her. She's the most Carrie Ann is the most dangerous game. And then she sees like a couple, like an asshole couple in their car necking, and you're like, and it's and it's kind of shot like a horror scene. Like she's yeah, gonna yeah. bust in and like fuck them up. She's got a knife on her too. Yeah. And then he like grabs her, and she's like, no, don't. And she's like, no, no, no. And he's like, no, don't. And he's like really holding her tight, and then he accidentally breaks her neck. Yeah. And she and he really breaks her neck. She's dead. Yeah. He kills her. And then I'm and this is like halfway into the movie, and I'm kind of like, wait, what? And yeah. then and then of course you find out. That's the thing. But for, but like, for like this 15 minute period, I'm gonna like, oh, wh- what, what? That's the way that I these ruin. I've ruined these movies for myself by getting ahead of them. I'm just like, oh, he's killing, eh, he's kidnapping girls. I don't care what happens. Oh shit, he killed her. Oh, I definitely did think he was definitely. It, it just made sense. It's no, supposed to work the way that, that you the that you did that you saw it. You're supposed to be like, oh shit, what's yeah. going on here? But to me, it was just like, ugh, come on. I, on I, I assumed he was going to be the bad guy in the end, um, right? It just that's the way the arcs of these things work out. But that I didn't expect that ripple to be the case. Sure. Um, and then, and then, of course, you see him go into this coffee, sh- this coffee shop, and and there's a hot, um, there's a hot barista, there's a hot barista lady, and she comes up to him, and she's like, "Can I get you a coffee?" And he's like, "Fucking like, yeah, I guess, but life sucks or whatever." We and suck she for being in it, and we suck for being in it. And she's like, "Well, you're irresistible," and she gives him like a free piece of pie. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "It's on the house," and he's like, "Pie sucks." He's, he's like, like, "I'm not well, really that hungry. Will some milk help?" And, no uh, one can resist the charms of a brooding bad boy who <laughs> lost his entire family to his crazy, mentally ill sister who yeah, killed them and is now lost into the woods. Ooh. Yeah, the, uh, the ladies can't Are get you enough. Are do an unboxing? <laughs> I don't know what it is. You guys keep talking. <laughs> I can't. I'm distracted. Matt's opening up a package. Um, I hope yes. it's the DVD of The Quiet. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think it's a book that Scarecrow is in. It's about time. Yeah, 111 places in Seattle that you must not miss. Oh, yeah. That can't be 111. I mean, that's. I don't like, know. It's Seattle. Yeah, There's probably 110. Go ahead, name them. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, so you guys are talking about the barista, blah blah blah. Yeah, they have a real connection, but then it kind of cuts from that, so we don't really see what happens. Yeah, and then, but then, like, but then, like, 15 minutes later or something like that, we see that Carrie Ann is back in place. Uh, this is when Jayla, Law goes dead, like, kind of just like finds her way into this basement and like. She just sort of like, uh, oh, this is when, um, this is when Ryan, the Jacobson boy, mm-hmm. uh, gets his ass beat by Tyler, the rapist, the would-be rapist boy, <laughs> and this is this is a, cl- God, this this is a classic. Sucks. This town sucks. This yeah. town sucks. But so this bad. is quintessential movie bullshit. And and of course it turns out that it's fine to to pick on this kid because he's a psycho. But like in the at the time, like all uh, this group of like teens led by Tyler who are jealous. And they're all calling Jayla Jayla a slut now because she's hanging out with them. Because like, she wouldn't she wouldn't let Tyler she rape her. Let Tyler rape her, and uh, and so they're they're gonna all beat up the Jacobson boy, and they fuck up his car. Like yeah. Tyler's standing in his car, bashing it like Michael Jackson and in the black and white and video. Goes, they're fucking up your car, man. They're fucking up your car. And then there's like seven of these dudes, and they're just beating the shit out of the Jacobson boy. And then the Jacobson boy gets the upper hand on Tyler and like snaps his leg. Yep. Yeah. And then everyone's like, "Hey!" The bone comes out. <laughs> he and everything. took it too far. <laughs> and it's like, no, that, that group of people were kicking him to death. I mean, it turns out he's a psycho, whatever. But in this, him to death. it's a group of people. You're allowed, to kill. you're allowed to break 
break someone's leg, I feel like, yeah. in that scenario, right? It was right? a snap, man. It seemed okay to me, yeah. I don't know why everybody was like, oh, now, now it's bad. He took it too far. That was just a friendly gang beating. And he took it too far. They but anyway, in. internal bleeding is not as bad as when your bone snaps. It's true. Oh, and we forgot to mention that uh, Gil Bellows is also in this movie. Yes, he's the, the surprisingly officer. gullible cop. <laughs> he's a real rube. Who is starting a relationship with Elizabeth Shue, I think. They're but kind of flirting. Doesn't seem to like her very much. That's right. Uh, he smiles she's, at her. She's flirting with him, though. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, but he likes like, a man in uniform. But he's always like, that Jacobson boy, he's all right. You know, he went through a big drama, but, but the town's a bunch of assholes, so they're mean to him, whatever. But I try to help him out whenever I can. I feel like there's points in this movie where it's like clear, it should be clear to Gil Bellows that the kid is a psycho, and he's just like, ah, he's all right. <laughs> Leave the boy alone. Leave, Leave the, the Jacob. Leave, Leave, Leave the Jacobson boy. Leave the boy by himself. He it's had fine. to dress up like a girl and kill his parents. He's, so he's been through a lot. He's going to community college. He's all right. Yeah. <laughs> he's taking home ec. He's trying to flip the house. Flip he's it. burning mixed CDs. He uh, just likes to watch Vanderpump Rules, and he's flipping the house. <laughs> Give him a break for once in your life. It is kind of cool. He has that whole house to himself. Bes- it's a well, big besides house. all the. Besides all the dungeon all stuff, the dungeon shit. It's got, but it must have had that dungeon originally. I mean, he couldn't have built that full dungeon. I don't by see himself. why he doesn't turn the dungeon into an Airbnb. Absolutely, but just it just goes to prove my theory. If you have a huge, huge basement, you're gonna end up being a psycho because you got to do something with that space. Gotta do something. If you don't turn it don't into build a cool huge like rec room or entertainment center, if you don't do that immediately, it's going to turn into a yes. dungeon. Get a big screen yeah. TV down there. Get a kegerator down there. Hurry. Immediately, it's, it's like and a, quick. It's a slippery slope before it's just a lime pit for <laughs> <Yeah>. your body. <laughs> Six months in, you don't have all that shit down there. You're yeah. gonna go into the basement and go like, I could all put right. like a surgery table here. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. And I could put poison in the pipes. Oh fuck, yeah. man! I got the do spiders it. are already making their it's web. Man, and it's shit. man cave. Or killer dungeon, <laughs> yeah, one, one, way or one or the other. Get it, other. Make it a man cave asap. Hurry. Yeah. Um. Yes. So, anyways, uh, if you th- take nothing from this episode, understand. <laughs> Build that. that man cave. If yeah. you if you have a giant basement, if you just have like a, a regular sized normal basement, do what you want. It's yeah. fine. Or like a crawl space. Uh, crawl space. Uh, depends on how big. Crawl spaces are sketchy territory. <laughs> yeah. You could hide somebody in there. You can. Absolutely. You can. And but you like, should. What else can you do in there? But you probably couldn't. What get else a full are crawl spaces for besides hiding bodies? You could you could uh, beat off while mom folds towels. Towels, ten just towels. outside the door. You could just come four times. Is that normal? He beat uh, off ten times. Only <laughs> came four. That isn't normal, right? That's weird, that right? I don't see how that counts. I don't know. You how guys. does that work? I don't. How do you know when you're done, Emily? I don't know. We you want guys. answers. <laughs> I just know how to fold towels. I'm a woman. I don't know the other part. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Why we're asking Emily. Leave her out of this. This is a conversation for us. God. All right, and let's have it right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, so J-Law is it's like, this is while he's getting his ass kicked. She's going like over to his house to check on him or something, and then she kind of like f- somehow finds her way all the way into the uh, through the catacombs, into this dungeon, into the locked <laughs> the door at the end of the hall. <laughs> and she and she see and, and you're like, you, you watching this movie, or me, Matt's already figured it out, but me, I'm kind of going like, well, Carrie Ann's already dead. But she looks into the eye hole of the thing, and there's a Carrie Ann is back is back there again. And you're like, what? Wait, what? But then we see it's not the Penn State shirt uh-huh. that the waitress was wearing. That amused me by the, by the way because that's where I went to school. So you it was actually State. it was yeah. actually Matt's Penn State shirt. That, that, that was, was my that was my ex. Yep. <laughs> the only creepy thing that ever happened at that school. Yep. Yeah. That's for it. sure. That's all. Other than that, crystal clear, <laughs> crystal clear <laughs> history. Yep. <laughs> Um, so she's like, oh shit, there's a girl, there's a girl down here. This isn't a yeah, man cave at all. There's this a girl down here. But this she's isn't still a man probably cave, it's a, it's a prison. Yeah. 
but she's still probably like Carrie Ann. But th- but th- he doesn't. We didn't even let this this last all that long. She figures out what he's doing pretty quick. Pretty quick because he's left this girl's wallet out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she, and it does not say Carrie Ann on the <laughs> on the driver's on license. Driver's Killer <laughs> fuckhead that he is left his driver's license. <laughs> fuckhead that he is. <laughs> um. <laughs> And then that's basically when it all comes to a head. And Gil Bellows is heading over there. Excuse me. Um, Tyler, <coughs> or no, um, the the Jacobson boy Ryan is is heading home, and he kind of like sh- isn't it one of those things where he shows me? He's like, it's not what it seems like. I don't remember. Something like that. It's the classic. The, the last like twenty five minutes is the standard ending of these movies, where it's a bunch of kind of like <coughs> scary. But then the kid doesn't get chase killed. Violence sort of thing. <coughs> no, that's true. But I Gil honestly Bellows do does not. I also watched this like two two nights ago, and I honestly don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember what happens at the end of this. And this is the second <laughs> time I've seen it, and I still don't remember. There's what running. There's scrambling around. There's the parts. There's a part where the kid gets to, or the Jacobson boy gets to make a kind of little speech about like, you could be she. Either she's gonna be my Carrie Ann, or you could be my Carrie Ann. I want you to be my Carrie Ann, but I can't have two Carrie Ann, so I'm gonna have to kill her. And she's like, ah, this is all pretty bad. I think it's sad he thinks he can't have two Carrie Anns. Yeah, he deserves two it. Carrie he deserves man. it. You know, you you deserve the world. <laughs> you deserve two Carrie Anns. <laughs> uh, and at a certain point, she's like trapped in a box with the dead with the dead new Carrie Ann. Hell yeah! And uh, it just kind of goes on and on. It's like her trapped in a scary basement. And then it's like the the basement is so deep and so scary that she'll get out of one part of the basement and she's like, oh great, now you're in basement level two. Yeah, you're still pretty far from the main basement, and, and then that is still the basement. <laughs> All your basement belongs to us. <laughs> yep. And Gil Bellows gets shot and yep. killed, and then now his guns just sort of around. It's getting. It's just a bunch of chaos. It's not particularly great. I the the part that the, the this movie is also kind very PG thirteen. This movie, so it is very like PG thirteen. <clears throat> And the the part that this movie sort of had me was like right at the moment where the where the guy breaks the girl's neck, and then to the point where we find out what his plan is. And I was just kind of going like, I don't know what the full deal is. Right. And then when it's revealed, you're like, there's nowhere for it to go other than stretch yeah. it out. You do the, the stretch motion. And this movie is this like, long. It's an hour forty five. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Cut it down. Cut it down. I thought this movie was pretty boring at a lot of points, and it was very ugly to look at. Yeah. It, and it, and uh, yes, it looks like shit. It's that like a uh, bluish green like filter of this time period of the like late aughts mm-hmm. uh, that is just like makes everything look kind of dingy and like dirty and gross. Like the choice was to make it look bad. Mm-hmm. Like we should Seems make like it, it look yeah. bad, which is I think the, I personally. It's got this weird. It's got this weird like glossy soft focus <laughs> a lot of the hot, time That's too. a controversial I, uh, opinion. Hot, hot take for me. I think that they should be fun to look at. They should look good. Movies look good. Travis again with your. I know. Your weird theories. I know I'm off base as always. Um, off the res. But it, but it is a, like if this movie had been 90 minutes, then I think that I don't know if I would have liked it. Apparently, Richard Kelly almost wrote this movie. Really? He huh. was signed on to write it and then didn't. And I wonder what that movie would be. The story was by probably not as boring. Jonathan Mostow, <laughs> yep. director of Breakton, uh, ter- director of Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines, U five seven one, U five seven one, and then a bunch of crap. Yeah, <coughs> but Breakdown is one of my favorite movies we've done on this podcast, so that's that's an interesting pedigree. Is that the uh, Kurt Russell one? Breakdown. Yeah, but this movie. Uh, okay, so she ends up basically defeating the kid. I think she just knocks him out, hits him with a shovel. I don't fucking know. We're not going because like it's just a bunch of generic action at the end. But he doesn't die, and he goes to a loony bin, and that's the the scene where we find out just through a flashback again that the extra r- ripple that his yeah. mom was making him dress up because like oh we forgot to fill in oh we got, right we had that scene where the girl at the beginning at the end. where the, the girl kills the parents and none of that happened she was 
dead the whole time. So she, this, uh, this explains uh, that. So maybe this explains that. Yeah. yeah, you just see the mom like smack the kid, smack the Jacobson boy, and say, "Carry on. You're carrying on. Fuck Carrie you. Ann you're carrying on." And that's the extra ripple. But uh, like an, an an added weird thing, and I don't know if I can fully explain this, uh, but it does. This movie, as I've pointed out, does have a weird sort of like moral of like. A lot of horror movies do when you think about it, but this movie just drills a little deeper down on it of like, no, no, that damaged kid, stay the fuck away from the, do- don't try to befriend the damaged kid, yeah, he's so fucked if, up. If you guys out there know someone whose family has died in a terrible accident or don't, murder, yep. don't fucking, they're, they're, they're gone. They're psychos. Don't they're fucking so, talk to them. Don't gross. befriend them. Don't be nice to them. And also, if you, uh, if you are having an incestuous relationship at home, don't. Bring in a new teenager into your house. Yeah, don't do oh, that. That's, don't do there's that a lot either. of lessons. Yeah, don't do fentanyl in 2001. It's yeah. too early. Uh, yeah, and wait till it gets cool. It's dangerous. And if someone mm-hmm. buys you a Nintendo and a PlayStation, they're, da- they're gaslighting you. Something's, something's up. Going up. On. In 2001? Yeah. No, 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 no. Nobody yeah. has both of those things Mm-mm. in 2001. Something's up. Happen. Something's up. That'll be the worst thing that happens yeah. that year. Um, <laughs> but I, I did uh, want to point out that there's a scene when when they are start still courting before we found out the extent. Oh, they're still courting. Yeah. He takes. Hey, have you ever been courted? I haven't been. You oh. haven't had a line of suitors outside your door. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I got the shit courted out of me one time. Damn. I've been yeah. to court. I've been on the basketball court. Oh hell yeah, you hell have. Hell yeah. Hooping it up. Dunks. Dunk 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 dunk. They ca- they call dunk, me dunk. Emily Sodder Dunk. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, Emily Dunkerback? Oh, that's cuter. Emily Slaughter Dunk. That's cooler. Yeah. Ooh, that should be your Emily Slaughterback. Here comes that's cool. the Slaughter Dunk. Cool guys. Yep. <clears throat> we're cool. Uh, we're we're all very cool. Saying, Travis? But anyways, uh, he takes her out to the woods. He's like, you want to see something that's uh, really cool? Like, yeah, I do. It's me, Jennifer <laughs> Lawrence. Sure, it's me, Jayla. <laughs> Anything you want. I That's got, how she sounds. I got butt plugs if you need That's it. That's how she goes. <laughs> and he like sits her down. He sits her down and he's like, look at this tree, J-Law. She's like, well, this is just a tree, whatever. And he's like, no. <laughs> he, like, t- <laughs> it's just a tree, whatever. And he like tilts her head a little bit. No, really. It's look, a magic look, eye. Now it's a boat. Oh, yeah, look at the like tree. And she goes, and and I don't, I, I never saw it. I could not see it. But I could not see it at all. Uh, I apparently she I like, she scene. goes like. Oh, there's a face in the tree. I see it. He's like, yeah, right. If you like really look at things, then you'll see something that's like hidden. But it's and at that at that moment, she's like, I can't fix it. She's like, man, I'm so hot. I'm so hot right now. Take my pants off right now. Absolutely, help yourself. There's always that moment in a new relationship where you're like, I am totally gonna sleep with that person. That was it. That was it for her. Yeah. But the movie ends. Back at the tree again. All this shit's gone down, and uh, Elizabeth Shue is kind of like, what are you looking at, J-Law? J-Law's back looking at this same Just tree Just looking at again. this tree, ma. Nah, I'm looking at the tree. What do you want from me? Back off. <laughs> <laughs> Starts throwing butt Don't plugs Don't order a pizza or something, ma. <laughs> I'm uh, in a band. And she's looking at the tree, and she's like, what are you looking at? And she's like, you know what, mom? Nothing. I used to think that I was seeing something here, but there's nothing. <laughs> Damn. So, what? great, <laughs> just great. So maybe you'll see something in people if they're like creepy outcasts or something or not. like that. But like maybe you're kidding yourself. So most of the time, not. Do you think they still? Are we to think they continue their residence at the house at the end of the street? God, I hope they move. They out. live I mean, in next. They live next door to the house at the end of the street. So yeah, you think they're going to stay in that neighborhood though? Yeah, <clears throat> I, don't I don't know. feel like. I, I feel like Elizabeth Shue probably doesn't really have it together for them to get another mortgage. That's a good point. She's not exactly like money bags. 2012 economy in this mm. economy. 2012 in Obamanomics. Come mm. on, Obamanomics. Um, 
But the, the, but aside from the, the whole <clears throat> murder, uh, creepy kidnapping murder thing, the, the, all the neighbors are assholes. Yeah, too. everyone yeah. really it's, sucks. It's a she gets, she has like one friend at school though, which is weird. It's the girl. I don't know if you guys just talked about this when I was in the bathroom, but uh, she sees a girl barfing in the bathroom at the <laughs> at the famine relief kegger, and she the like famine helps. Famine relief kegger. She like helps her, and then the next day at school, she's like, "Hey, like, sorry, you had to like take care of me. Thanks for checking me in." And she's like, "No problem. I'm a Whatever. cool girl. I know how to drink." Like. Like I'm from Chicago. I was in a band. Whatever, girl. And uh, then they become friends, but we don't really get <clears throat> we don't really get much more from that character other than like, yes, Jennifer Lawrence has one friend. I feel well, like maybe in an earlier version, the friend gets kidnapped at some point. Oh, maybe yeah. Uh, they do a little thing at that part when the, when they're beating him up, where it's like the boys are trying to start a whisper campaign against her. But I feel like it's all fairly realistic. Like she moves into this high school and is immediately has a bunch. Of, there's like a part where she's just sitting with a bunch of friends. Yeah. Because she's J- Jennifer Lawrence. She looks like Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. She's gonna be fine. Yeah. She sits at the table school. with all the blonde girls. Yeah. <clears> she just <throat> she moves she, like she's fine. Oh, and there is a scene where she's doing her music and she's. Uh, and oh, she that was amazing. This is this is. Very bands. funny. That I was do, a terrible song. I do have the lyrics Thank or some you. of the lyrics to the song. Uh, it's a very confident. <laughs> it's a very confident song. It reminded me of Ross on Friends when he was like doing his like <laughs> shitty, his like honking keyboard music. And she's and she's playing it on the keyboard, and it's just the keyboard and her vocals. And then and then you see like her friends sitting, like her music friends, like <laughs> looking at each other and nodding, like. She's got something. She's got it. But wake up looking good, and I stay that way. Behind the scenes, I'm better than I am on stage. Pick up a book you like, and I'm your favorite page. That was awesome. I'm that girl. Dude, pick up a book you like. I'm your favorite page. I'm gonna say this every morning as a morning affirmation to start my day (laughs) off good. I think I need it. Pick a book you like, and I'm your favorite page. You should stare into Louise's eyes while you say it. Oh my god, because it's for both of us. It's for both of you. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> and she'll look at you like Louise is my dog by the way everyone <laughs> it's not just a random person it's not a carry in I have in my basement <laughs> I looked that, I looked that we up. know of that we I looked uh, it up to see if this was the lyrics to, she was doing a cover of like a I don't know Kate Bush song or something or Cat Power song or whatever but Nico uh, Case I don't I, to, to the best of my knowledge That's this a J-Law is a song original? that they wrote for, for this movie it's a it wouldn't <laughs> it wouldn't uh, surprise she me wasn't with Chris Martin was yet, in so. a band yeah she might have been maybe a lot she was. Of, yeah I have no idea but she's got it. I mean, we can all agree. And they're like, "You need to join our, you need to immediately join our band, and then is. let's go to the battle of the bands right now, right now." It was like, <laughs> "Shouldn't so, we practice?" So quick. No, <laughs> nope. Has, right now, have you ever seen a real life battle of the bands? Did those? I'm not happen? sure that those exist. I've just seen like one. military. That's school. what I was oh, you have. I have. Did the which did the best band win? Uh, I don't remember. No, the, in the movies, like, they never like, did. Or did they? they was do? it a battle that they have to fight to the death? Yeah, everyone died. Everyone died. Um, they do like all ages battle of bands at uh Mopop. Oh. And, and they've been doing that. Has for Caitlin like, has Caitlin been in there? No, not oh, okay. yet. She has to she has to branch out and start her own band first. Oh, okay. I mm-hmm. thought she had one. Well, she's in the School of Rock thing. It's a whole. Oh, thing. I thought she had a band. Um, we're talking about Emily's sister. Yeah, she's in School of Rock, so she plays shows with a bunch of kids who are in this like kind of school, <laughs> not like a Jack Black School of Rock, but whatever. Uh-huh. Anyways, um, but no, probably like. 15 years ago yeah they've been doing that on Mopop for a long time okay. I think but and they, I'm sure it exists Shows elsewhere I, I was 40 when Battle of the Bands came out <laughs> when, when there was the Battle of Bands yeah. concept <laughs> well into my 50s when School of Rock came out uh yeah. Yeah. We got anything more? Yep. To, yep. Got do you have any more quotes? I got plenty of quotes. Well, I don't know about plenty. I have one. But, uh, oh, you go. What do you got, Emily? 
I have. He's worse than a dick. He's a dick hole. Yeah. That's yeah. good. And then the response is, dick hole is the new asshole. <laughs> That's <What>? teamwork. <laughs> that happens in this movie. That's when she's bonding with one of her. Uh, that's with her she's one talking friend. To she's the, like, to I, the do you girl. like Tyler? And she's like, he's a dick. He's worse than a dick. He's a dick hole. Dick hole's the new asshole. You're like, what movie is this all of a sudden? <laughs> Suddenly it's a great movie. Yeah, it's something I'd want to watch more. Uh, I got those lyrics. Uh, this is this is uh, what uh, J Law says to her mom to be mean to her. Just because you were some wasted slut in high school doesn't mean I'm gonna be. <laughs> Jesus, gosh, that's <laughs> rude. Lay off, mom. Everybody, be nice to your mom. Leave you alone. And this is the sensitive kid. Uh, this is the, <clears throat> the Jacobson boy when he's swept, sli- slipped into being a full-on bad guy. Scream all you want, nobody can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic bad guy talk there. Hey, you know, um, scream all you want. Nobody can hear you. If you keep, because they're if at you the house screaming, the street. If you keep screaming, you'll see a face. Yeah, and life will suck, and we'll suck because we'll we're, we're, we're in it. it. Yeah, you're still, I mean, you're scaring me, but you Fart. are irresistible right now. Fart noise. <laughs> uh, ratings. Uh, one and a half, Juds. I was going to go two, but no. Mm. It certainly like uh, mm-hmm. perks up in comparison with the last movie. That we're talking. I know. You're like, well, that's a real bad movie. But that one was like, that one held my attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one I checked out of quite a few. I times. totally zoned out on this one. Uh, like half a Douglas, maybe. Like, eh. but what's the half? Uh, the gross making out was it's like a little locally. I think that there's a scene where you see where uh, J Law's in her in a, in a bra too. They all get they, they all, all get, get into a bra at some point. But yeah. again, PG thirteen. I mean, girls wear bras. <coughs> it sure. is true. Sure, it's true. Uh, Sometimes we have much to my chagrin, right? <laughs> yeah, those harlots. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. There's just nothing. I don't know if there was something sleazy in here. I missed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, I no, agree, even I agree. even his kidnapping thing is like is like a, no, a, a sibling no thing. No sexual. Yeah, no yeah, exactly. Sexual. It's a sibling thing. That's weird. Um, it's weird. <laughs> you got to admit it. So weird that he didn't it's fuck the bodies of those kidnapped women. Weird. <laughs> He's a weird. Just guy. the bodies, though. He waits till it. he doesn't wait till they're dead. <laughs> um, gross. Mm. Anyway, so yeah, half a Douglas, and I'm gonna give this. Um, Oh God! I'm gonna give this ten out of ten. Uh, ten out of ten gullible bellows. Oh boy, <laughs> Gil bellows in and out, collecting that check. Uh, I'm gonna give it two. Uh, it did hold my attention for a little bit. <laughs> that's that's the rave from me. Uh, but <laughs> You're like there, there but, was a script, but there was a period of time where I was just sort of like, "Wait a minute, what's going on?" Which is like something. <laughs> no one fucked their dad. It does look like shit. Uh, it does. I don't know. I don't know. He breaks that kid's leg. <laughs> I'm probably giving it. I'm probably giving it too much credit it too. That's kind of weird. <laughs> I'm sticking with it. Whatever. And I'll go with I don't know. One Douglas. I don't know. Half a Douglas. It's just nothing there. PG thirteen. Are these all PG? No, no, no way. The quiet. Quiet was our. Quiet was PG great. Oh God. <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna give it ten out of ten trees with no face. Nice. Mm. Turns out. Um, I'm gonna give it two Juds. Mm. Uh, cause, you know, there's some some. I mean, it it tricked me twice with that twist. Me too. And uh, I'm gonna give it zero Douglases cause I just didn't see anything sleazy. And uh, I'm going to give it 
one big famine relief kegger. Mm. Beautiful. <laughs> they raised $1,200 from his dad's check for famine relief. For famine relief. For famine relief. That yeah. famine is going to be so pissed. The famine is going to be relieved. <laughs> no, the people suffering from the famine are going to be relieved. Oh, the oh. famine itself is going to be like, God damn it. <laughs> So why would, you, why would you raise money to make a famine feel better? That yeah, doesn't make any this sense. This is a good point, Matt. It's the damn good. Well, these fucking yuppies. Stupid kids, really. These fucking any NIMBYs. excuse to party. NIMBYs. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. NIMBYs. <laughs> Seattle uh, is dying. Yeah, Seattle is dying. That's what they say. Is that uh, what they say? They that's do. That's what they say. In this household, we believe In Seattle Como is dying. For news. In Como for News. In News. Uh, well, we did it, guys. We did it. Damn it, Emily. How do you feel about your first episode? I feel great. I think I did a good job. I think job. you did a great job. I feel great good? about it too. Hell it's going to be yeah. a good episode. It would, be, it would suck if I came in here and just totally flopped. <laughs> and you guys had to be like, <laughs> "Yeah, you're okay." The place down. No, we're you're not gonna. Okay. No, we're done. <laughs> yeah. We're done now. Good Podcast job, is over. <laughs> this is the Whew. end of dog racing. I'm yes. gonna give the quiet five juds. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, it, I thought it was, I was awesome. Ser- I was seriously, though, for a second, when we were when talking I earlier, like, I'm I, excited I thought that you movie. actually may have liked it, and I was like shocked, but also excited about the idea that of you like having a perspective I mean, on it that I, would be good. If I did like it, it would have made for interesting podcasting, for yeah. sure. I think so. But you didn't fake it because you believe in the truth. Yeah. Because I'm an authentic <laughs> human being. Authenticity is so important these it's days. So impor- I'm just like a normal, real girl, just like J-Law. Just like J-Law. Would you say that truth is your currency? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would. I yeah, would. for sure. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here, ma. <laughs> what are we doing next time, you guys? Uh, next oh. time, we're going to do three movies by the great, not so great, really, the by, nope. by the, director, screenwriter, the extraordinaire, David Kep. We're doing The Trigger Effect, uh, Secret Window, and Premium Rush. Yeah. Which Secret, is a, a Secret Window, one. finally. Oh, Secret God. Yeah, have you been wanting to do that one? Uh, Kind of. I mean, it's just, just kind of quintessential. Let's all, let's all remember that the Ooh. David Kep, the David Kep, the Kep-Dep relationship that, that oh. started with Secret Window Kep-Dep. finally bore fruit years later with Mordecai. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a perfect. I've, I've seen that perfect movie. reaction. I too have seen Mordecai. <laughs> what a piece of. Sh- Do you know what? You know what a fun fact about Mordecai? Is a piece of shit. The movie where Johnny Depp has a silly mustache. It's R-rated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah, exactly. It's very weird. It's, For, it's pretty my, violent. You, guys, you start watching it, and he's like, about "Get the fuck out of here, you fuck!" And you're like, "What?" I don't know anything about Mordecai. It's uh, like it's like a capery, but, but d- like in my brain it was just, it was comedy. like in my brain it was like an animated like Rango esque movie, and that's mm. completely far from the truth, is it not? No, You're it's not of like that. You're thinking You're of Rango. Thinking of Rango. Rango. I think I think I'm Rango. Um, <laughs> looks like I've seen a couple of these, so we'll see what how it goes. I haven't seen Premium Rush. Though. I have Sh- seen all three of these, but only when they came out. Mm. You know, so it's been a while. Never seen Premium Rush, but I've heard it's it's pretty fun. It's bike messenger movie. Yeah, it's good. It'll be interesting. So stay tuned for that. Do we have a name for that yet? Uh, Quiet as Kep. Probably not. Kep Uh, Man. Actually, Corey had a good one. I can't remember what it is. Uh, Kep your mouth shut. Ooh, not bad. There's a lot of options. We'll brainstorm and we'll come back to you. I'm excited for the episode that's coming after that one, but we're not going to say what that is yet. I don't even know what it is. Well, I told you already, but we'll Well, tell you again. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Until the next time. 
like us on iTunes. Give us five stars only, please. Follow us on Patreon. <laughs> you you bastard give Patreon a, people, I gotta give you credit. My hat's off to you. We got up to two, we got up to one twenty five. Good job, you guys. When we put out that final plea, yeah, to to get us now to we're at one twenty one. Right back down to one twenty, baby. We need to solve like ten more people to join the Patreon, you guys. Stick with it. If you wanna if you wanna hear some more great takes uh, from me, Emily, yeah. then you guys should give the Patreon. Your pa- patronship. Sure. Sure, absolutely. Also, tell me how good I'm doing, please. You're doing great. Uh, not you guys, but oh. the, the people of the listening ears. Yeah. yeah be the same. And be the nice <laughs> audience. Five stars only, Be the please. nice audience of listeners that we know you are. Yes. And not, and not creeps. Five stars only. <coughs> Five stars only on iTunes. And uh, we love you. Yeah. Until then. Until next time. Is killing us. Yeah. Good job. Goodbye. Bye. 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 <laughs> In the middle of our street, our house, in the middle of our, our house, it has a crowd, there's always something happening, and it's usually quite loud, our mum, she's so house proud, nothing ever slows her down, and a mess is not allowed.